0: What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam and I'm Joe and we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock you Podcast. Know,
1: I've, I've been wanting to start doing a thing where we actually bring in the stuff that we got wrong in the previous week.
0: No, because that's Cause be too many I, things. Probably I feel like
1: there's been a lot of there been like a lot of things where like as soon as we turned it off and like I left, I got home and went and like I fucked that up. God damn it! I realized I said something wrong. Wait, like
0: what? Start it right now, um, or you'll remember when we when end we were, we what we were we talking did wrong. about
1: the World of Warcraft Venezuela thing mm-hmm. uh, I weeks think ago. I, right, that was like weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I think I said Che um, Guevara was the president, oh, when it was man. actually Hugo Chavez. Oh, really? And like, I, like, le- as soon as I like got in my car, I went, fuck, it was Hugo Chavez. God damn it. That's all right. People say stuff
0: wrong all the time. Yeah. Especially, we're only guaranteed to be right twice a day. Yeah, So I mean, we have a built-in excuse. Yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah. Everybody's okay with it. But anyways, onward. Yes, onward and upward. <laughs> uh, we start every episode when we're not deciding whether or not we want to add new features about whether or not we're right or wrong. We start with what we've been playing. So, Joe, what have you been playing? Uh, oh, um, well,
1: first of all, um, I, I picked up Mario plus Rabbids.
0: How is it? Because we shit on it a lot when it got announced. We shit on it, but
1: then I got really excited. I got to say, it's good. I like it. I I like it a lot. But before I get into that, I picked it up. I started playing it, but I was like, okay, I'm going to put this off for a little bit because I was getting very, very close to beating Bloodborne. Mm. Like I had been playing Bloodborne right up until the point that that came
0: out. I feel like you, we've reached your point where you can't talk about Bloodborne anymore. I, I feel know. Like well, I told I'm just, you. I'm,
1: I'm here to say, like, I finally beat You're it. Done. I got it done. I got it completed. I okay. was like, okay, I finally finished everything in Bloodborne. I'm gonna put that aside. I did get fucked because one of the uh, trophies is glitched. I, I guess uh, that sucks. I like hate a, when I have Yeah, there's like a trophy for unlocking all or like getting all the weapons in the game, yep. and I got them all. And I never you sure?
0: got that. sure you got them all? I mean, I looked, at every,
1: I looked at every list, unless there's like. Maybe you one, one that's
0: left off on every list. Go back and tell us next week whether or not you found it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I am just going to turn out. I didn't buy like the very first weapon or something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah so you're okay. done so I was like before I start getting too in depth into Mario plus Rabbids yeah. I'm gonna finish Bloodborne so like on Friday I finally like 100% finished that
0: and I, I wish like, you had told me that because then I would have done some big fanfare music <laughs> I'll add it in post maybe like Joe says he's done with uh, just Bloodborne like a, just like a popper Woo! noise like yeah <laughs> yeah you know just people being really excited yeah um, so that's okay
1: now. so I'm gonna put that next to Dark Souls 3 it's, as, a, as it's finished. gone it's out of here I'm gonna play some Mario plus Rabbids now only and then Bloodborne
0: probably... 2 can you talk about Bloodborne
1: Again, yeah, and then I'll probably move on to Neo or something like that. There you go, my next Souls like game.
0: All right, but the new game, Mario plus Ravids. So,
1: Mario plus Ravids, good, it's good, it's good. I like it. Um, well, there you go.
0: (laughs) The end, that's it, that's all he has to say about it.
1: No, um, okay, so uh, when I started playing it, um, for the first little while that I played it, I was actually pretty down on the game because it was incredibly repetitive.
0: It's just like Baby's first XCOM.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah. like, for for a while, for like the first, like, I don't know, five or six missions, it was just playing like the same stuff over again. Like, obviously, a different area with a different setup, but yeah. they didn't add anything new to the game for a while. Yeah, there was no new mechanics or Yeah, anything. there was no new mechanics. So it was always just like run to cover and shoot the enemy. And I was like, I, you got to give me a little more because yeah, it's getting really, this else. is
0: getting really fucking boring. Yeah, I'm not doing this for eight hours.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh once i finally like got past past that point and i got to like you know like the hub world thing where yep. like now i started getting to like the point where i could you know change my team around and change my weapon loadouts and yep. stuff like that and uh and then eventually i got to the point where like i started i unlocked the point where i could get to like the skill trees and i could start unlocking new abilities
0: And that's when it became. And now all of a
1: sudden, like I was like, okay, now the fights feel very like really varied and stuff. Yeah. Especially since also around that point, like you know around like the two hour point maybe into the game, um, the you know the mission variety started changing too. Mm. Like they started adding like little little twists to the to the fights. So there's like a two hour point where. The game is really boring initially, but once you get past that point, then, then it, it starts good. getting fun. Okay. And I finally like broke past that point, because I played like the first two hours, and then I was like, and then I'm going to go play Bloodborne. Yeah, it's like an
0: origin movie, <clears throat> and then once you get through the origin movie, now we can have fun.
1: Yeah, now we're on Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, as for the game, uh, it is very fun. Yeah. Um, I love the aesthetic of it. Like The Mario stuff is really good. I'm surprisingly okay with the Rabbit stuff. I thought that was going to be the thing that I was going to really, really hate. I don't mind. Like, I actually kind of like the Rabbids. Like, they they do a good job of integrating them with the Mario world enough to make them not seem so annoying.
0: I will do a mea culpa, and I will say that I was watching people play it on Twitch, and I don't don't hate the Rabbids as much as I hate the idea of the Rabbids. Like, when I see Rabbids and when I've seen previous rabbits games, I'm like... No. And like the peach rabbit, uh, like hashtag sassy, hashtag no filter, still not on board with like what I assume that's mostly like. But when I was watching it in practice, I was like, all right, it's not that bad. Like, it is kind of funny. And like, I don't know if you got to, and I don't think it's a spoiler. There's like a giant, uh, like rabid ape. Uh, oh like the Donkey Kong or yeah, yeah yeah I haven't gotten him yet um that I was beat the- I beat
1: the giant piranha plant one
0: I saw the the giant Donkey Kong one. I'm like that was pretty funny um and he's just like eating bananas or whatever I don't think that has any implement on the game because this doesn't seem like a big story heavy game but um but yeah so they're not as bad so i'm'm I'm, I'm there with you
1: yeah yeah I, you know at first I was like I can't wait till I get to the point where I can get these guys off my team and just have like a Mario team. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm at the point where I'm like, I kinda like having around. So like, who's your I don't team? know I don't know if it really changes much, like, depending on who's your team for like the cutscenes. Yeah. Because um, right now in the game I just have Mario Luigi and then Peach Rabbit and Luigi Rabbit on my team. Okay. <clears throat> and who, you can who, only who, have uh, three you can only have three on your team at a time.
0: Well you just said four. I have
1: I have three characters unlocked. Uh or four characters unlocked and I have Mario, Luigi, and Peach, Luigi, or Peach Rabbit on my team. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they change the, like, cut scenes, depending on who's on your team, or if it just kind of, like, adds them all into it, because it hasn't really gotten to the point where I can really tell the difference. Well, yeah. obviously, I can't tell, because I'm not watching them multiple times, but, yeah. like, it hasn't gotten to the point where, like, a cut scene happens, and uh, it excludes a character in it.
0: Oh, okay. All the characters that you've unlocked <laughs> are also there. Yeah.
1: But I just I just unlocked Luigi. Like at this point in the game. So I don't know if, like, you know, in a little while, like once I unlock Yoshi and I just have a team of Mario, Luigi, and Yoshi, if it's just going to have, like, no rabbits, none of the rabbits showing up at all in it. I feel like it
0: has to. I feel like they're a fundamental part of the story.
1: Yeah, true. I mean, like, they're definitely there as the enemies, but I'm talking about, like, the four teammate ones won't be there in the cutscenes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But that
1: seems like there's a lot of variety for them to, like, program. A variant mixture of all eight characters for yeah. like each cutscene,
0: but you kind of have to if you're building a team thing. Because like, I always hate it in like superhero games where you change your costume in the game, but the cutscene is the default costume, and it's just like, start, keep me immersed in it. Like, what are you doing? It like, that's does such a basic change.
1: It does do uh, not that like it. It avoids that in this game at least to the extent where uh, there's no costume changes that I've unlocked. Yeah. but um, your weapons. In the cutscenes are the weapon you have equipped Okay,
0: in. so it seems like that's what it's doing. Yeah. Right? That so, it's matching what you're doing in the game to the cutscene.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I have the the 8-bit weapon set that... Uh, the bonus pack that came with it? Yeah, that was yeah. the pre-order bonus. Yep. And they all, like, in all the cutscenes, they'll have, like, the 8-bit
0: weapons. Okay. So, equipment. yeah, so it seems like they're tailoring the cutscene to what you have in the game. So that's good.
1: Yeah. Um. But, I mean, so far, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like, a lot more... Well because I was so up and down on it. Cause at first we were both shitting on it really hard. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm really excited. And then, like I said, for the first two hours, I was like, this is fucking boring. Yeah. And now I'm like, you know, uh, I was playing it before I left to come over here. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh goddamn it! Like one more mission, I can probably fit yeah, in yeah, one yeah. more fight, you know, kind of thing. It's a
0: true roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, uh,
1: the, one of the the last matches I did or missions I did was uh, there was a a chain chomp, and whoever was closest to the chain chomp at the end of the round, the chain chomp would attack it. Mm-hmm. So like you had to like position your guys to make sure like there was an enemy that was just closer than everybody. So it was constantly like moving your team, my teammates around just to make sure that they don't get attacked by the chain chomp yeah, at the end of the be, fight.
0: That would be devastating, I'm sure. Yeah. Nice. So you're high on it now after being low, after being high, after starting out low. Yeah. Got it.
1: So but next, next, overall, next pretty good. Week, Next week, I'm going to come in and I'm gonna be like, this game
0: fucking sucks. sucks. the worst. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. So it's just going to be an up and down, an ebb and a flow. But that sounds good. I'm glad that it ended up being not not bad. I have one
1: incredibly minor nitpick about the game. It's kind of a stupid nitpick. Right. But what I hate is when you're running around, like you're just controlling your characters, not in the fight. Yep. You're actually controlling the little Roomba robot. Yeah. So he's leading the party it as you run weird. around. And I'm like, just put, put Mario in the f- I just want to, like, I don't want the little robot. I want to be Mario. Yeah. I want to be a little
0: robot. No. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, that is weird. Like, yeah.
0: Or at least make it something where it's like, a Mario themed robot of sorts. Like, yeah. I don't know what that would be, but like something like a little else toad bot or something. Yeah. Something that's not just a blue hockey puck. Yeah. Um, that's weird, but I'm glad that you're enjoying it because mm-hmm. like I said, we shit on it a lot when it first got announced, um, because of how stupid it seemed. So I'm glad that it ended up not being a stupid game. Yeah. Uh, which is, I,
1: that's just good. I brought my switch with me. So maybe we'll play some co-op. Oh, there you go. Do this, Cause it's yeah. like a two player mode. All
0: right. We'll give it a shot. What else did you play this week?
1: Uh, that was it just bloodborne and Mario
0: Nice, um, I was in, I was in sports game mode all week, so I uh, I put down Madden because I just did a red box on that one last week just to give it a shot and see what was different. I'll probably still pick it up um, at some point, like once football season starts, I'll be itching to play it more. Um, but Monday night, I forgot that the game Wind Jammers was coming out on Tuesday, uh, so I bought that first thing Tuesday morning, and I love that game.
1: That's the frisbee one. Right? That's the
0: frisbee one. I talked about it a few like months ago, I think. Um, I played it in the beta. And it's basically Pong meets, you know, Frisbee, like attack Frisbee kind of thing, where there's power ups and different throws and. Uh, And different characters. And it's just, it's so easy to pick up and like learn how to play. It's a, it's very easy to start playing. And then there's more difficulty in mastering the game as you go through it. Um, So I'm having a lot of fun, like getting back into it. Cause by the end of that beta weekend, I was getting pretty good where I was like winning most of the online matches that I was playing and I was getting better with trick shots and things like that. So I had to get back up to that point when I started playing it earlier in the week um, but by now I'm like, I've gone through the single player a couple of times. It's just arcade mode. So you pick a character and you go play all the other characters and like a ladder style thing, like a moral combat. Um, so I did that a bunch of times, just like get back in the swing of it. And then I just play I'm playing mostly online and like the online kind of sucks. I don't know if it's just cause there aren't a lot of people playing right now or if it's a matchmaking problem. because there will be sometimes I get matched up with somebody and it's like, all right, here we go. Oh, your opponent left. And like, you just get kicked out and booted back to the start. Um, so I don't know how much of it is internet problems versus there's not a lot of people playing. And
1: that's a common, like, yeah thing. That Especially you do. first week. Yeah. And I'm sure it's just like getting used to the server, like make sure the servers are running smooth.
0: Yeah. Um, the one thing that's really great that I love the most about it is it's cross by. Um, so I bought it for 50, it's 15 bucks. So it's really cheap and you get it for PS4 and Vita. So I've been playing at work on the Vita, going over to a friend's house and playing on the Vita. You can play online on the Vita. You can do all of the like arcade mode style on the Vita. Uh, so I've been playing that while I'm away from my PS4. And then I come back and play the PS4 version. The only downside to that is, is that the save isn't the same. Uh, yeah. and The online isn't the same. So it's two different sets of trophies, two different sets of rankings when I'm playing online, which kind of sucks because I'll be doing really well. On one thing, and I want that to carry over, uh, but it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that's not a, a more common thing on the like cross by Vita stuff. Yeah, it was the same way with Salt and Sanctuary when I bought that. Yeah, for, different like, save Yeah, and... so it's the kind of thing where like I want to sit at home and play it on the big screen, yeah. and then I want to. Be able to pick up my PSP and like take it with, or my Vita and take it with me, and keep you know continue that same story. But you know, there's no cross by. Yeah, it's especially cross save. Yeah, because that was
0: the promise of the Vita was that like you stop playing on your PS4 and you take the Vita with you and you yeah. continue your game elsewhere, um, which which is why they got sued a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, no, that game is a ton of fun. Uh, I highly recommend it to anybody who played the beta and even had a little bit of enjoyment. You
1: uh, a couple like months ago, you talked about another uh like disc based well there was that game it was disc like an atari jam. one
0: or something there was disc jam which was a playstation plus game a couple months ago but i never i never got wasn't it wasn't it like an
1: atari it. like a re-release of atari one or something no
0: wind jammers is a re-release of a neo geo game okay maybe that, is that maybe what you're that's thinking, what I'm of? thinking of yeah cuz this was an old neo geo arcade game
1: okay and then is this so This isn't an updated version of it. It's just that one.
0: It's pretty much the same thing. Like it had the update is the graphics are probably a little bit smoother and there's online. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's, I don't think there's anything like overly different about it. I never played the old arcade Neo Geo one. Um, I have never even seen it. I never heard about it until they announced this game at, um, not packs, um, PSX last, last year. Uh, was the first time I had heard about it. But I had a lot of fun with it when I played the beta and completely forgot it was coming out this week. Um, So I picked that up on Tuesday. And then Friday, I picked up uh, Everybody's Golf, which is the new Hot Shots game, Mm. which I didn't understand at first because... I always knew Hot Shots as Hot Shots Golf. Yeah, that was but, the
1: same thing. It confused me when you were talking about that.
0: Yeah, everywhere else in the world, it's been called Everybody's Golf with various subtitles and numbers uh, for the entirety of the series, and now this is the first time in America it's been called Everybody's Golf. I
1: wonder, like, I mean, why at this point? I mean, why first? Why change it in the first place? Why was it not called Everybody's Golf? Um, that was stupid, uh, but why, uh, like, why now? on the, like... Fifth or sixth iteration released in America. They said, hey, let's just go back to the original name.
0: No, this is like the eighth or tenth iteration.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if I had known a New Hot Shots was coming out, yeah. I would have been like, ooh, New Hot Shots coming yeah. out. I heard Everybody's Golf, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like a well, like $10 well, yeah. budget golf. You know, yeah. Game. What weird
0: indie game is this? Yeah. Um, no, I, I did the same thing. I saw a bunch of people like on Twitter talking about it, and I was like, oh, man, Everybody's Golf. That looks a lot like Hot Shots. Like, that's weird. Why is it like, is this just a new game, but with using the same like art style, like ripping off hot shots? Yeah. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh no, it's actually hot shots. Um So I picked that up and it's, it's hot shots. If you like hot shots golf, it's the same kind of thing. It's incredibly fun. Yeah. I um, always loved hot shots. golf. Yeah. I've just been playing it for the last, like, or er, I didn't even pick it up Friday. It was yesterday. It was Saturday. I picked it up. So we've been playing it for like a couple hours, uh, but it's pretty fun. You, you're you in this basic hub world kind of thing, and you can walk around these different places and play different courses, and there's tournaments and all kinds of crazy rule sets that you can implement. There's cool different – like there's hole variations where there's regular holes, like smaller holes, tornado holes, which is like if you get it even close, a tornado you know, like, like pulls it in. it in, yeah. And then there's uh, mega cups, which is just – it's a bigger – uh, hole to try to hit it into um, there's all kinds of different like rules and different things that you can tweak um, so I'm having a ton of fun with it I haven't really gone online to play at all uh, but I really like it it's I always liked Hot Shots Golf so the fact that there's a new Hot Shots Golf is exciting uh, even if it's not so far, it doesn't seem that different. Well, this is on okay. the PS4. right? PS4. Yep.
1: Is there, a, do you know if there's a Vita version? There isn't. There's okay, it's only on PS4. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's PS4 exclusive.
0: Cause I don't, they never did that before where they came out with two at the same time. It was always like they come out with one on the PS3 and then a couple yeah, of years it seemed later like on it the like, Vita. It seemed and,
1: like it kind of like alternated between yeah. each system.
0: Yeah. So this is just like the last one I think that came out was the Vita version. Um, yeah. When that, for like a world tour, open yeah, tour or something like that. that was like, like when that.
1: it launched and then the Vita launched.
0: Yeah it, was, yeah, it was a Vita launch game. So, And I have that one too. So worst case scenario, if I just need the itch to play it somewhere else, I can just play it on the Vita because it's virtually the same game. Um, but yeah, so highly rec- recommend that game as well. So nothing but sports games for me this week, but I'm okay with that. I like sports games.
1: Was Hasha, Is that owned by Sony?
0: Yeah, it's a Sony Japan okay. thing. Um,
1: I was going to say, it'd be nice if they put out like a Switch version of it. Nope. Uh, you're gonna have to wait
0: for the next mario golf Mm. which you were telling me about mario golf on the game boy which i don't remember playing that has rpg elements and i'm gonna try to go out and buy
1: yeah it's like a like a Final Fantasy or like a Pokemon game? That's yeah, that great. seemed
0: really cool. So I'll uh, maybe that'll be my game I play next week, hmm. and we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about that old twenty five <laughs> plus year old game. Uh, the nineteen ninety nine, I think it came something out something like that. So yeah. nearly twenty year old game. We'll we'll get to that next week. Um, but that's going to do it for what we've been playing, uh, which means we're going to jump right into the news. And speaking of games coming to Switch, we got a little Nindy showcase this week from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Joe, did you watch it? I did not you forgot it existed. I didn't
1: even know it happened. I I knew a lot of the news that came out of it because I, yeah, like I saw like I saw like about a lot of things that are like, you know, here's this new game coming out for the Switch and I was like, oh, that looks cool, that looks cool. Yeah. I didn't know this was tied to any kind of event or anything that was going on. I completely missed the fact that there was actually a showcase this week.
0: Yeah, so it's just they did it just like they always do like their Nintendo Directs where I think it was Wednesday afternoon slash morning slash evening, depending on where you listen to this. Um, They just released a video with 20 game trailers of new indie games coming to the Switch within the next probably year, um, year and a half, I would think. Most of them were this fall and next spring. Like Some of them were 2018, but for the most part, it was like holiday 2017, quarter three 2017, so... Uh we'll go through and we'll run down the list of games right now and then we will figure out which ones we like the best. Um so the big ones I think that came out of this was um a new Shovel Knight called Shovel Knight King of Cards, where you play as like the king, it's a prequel to Shovel Knight, I believe, where you like how the king becomes the ruler, what have you. I never played Shovel uh, yeah. Knight. Like, I bought I, Shovel
1: Knight on the three DS when it like came out. Yeah. Um I played it for maybe Half an hour or 20 minutes, and I never played it again. I mean, because they you I didn't like it. No, or just I mean, something I'm else, sure, came I'm out sure and, something else had come out. Like, yeah. I bought it based off of the hype, but I was, you know, in the process of playing, or something else came out yep. at that same time, and I just never went back to it.
0: Same, it's one um, of those games I keep meaning to pick up and play. So, yeah, probably before this one comes out, I'll pick up the regular Shovel Knight and give that a shot. Um, but that was one of the big ones, as well as this game called Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. Which looked really cool. Um, it's a PC game that's episodic, and like the final episode is coming out when the Switch version comes out.
1: The name sounds really familiar. I remember hearing like the Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, but it, I know nothing about what the game is.
0: Yeah, the video looked cool, so like I'm all about uh, trying it out.
1: Do you know what it was? Um,
0: it's something like it's something horror related. Let me see if I can. That's pull what. It
1: I, out. Uh, that's what I like. Vaguely remember.
0: Yeah, it seems kind of like a scary adventure type game. Let's see if we give like a basic. Uh, it's a point-and-click adventure set in a rural America and dripping with magical realism. Uh, it's focused on puzzles. That's kind of oxymoronic. I know, right? <laughs> Evocative mood, incredible music, beautiful writing. Uh, one of the closest analogs to Twin Peaks in gaming. This is according to this random article uh, that I'm looking sounds at. Sounds
1: kind of pretentious for me. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I don't know. it. If there's cool surrealism and cool music, and like if the writing's good, like I'm not a super big Twin Peaks fan, but
1: yeah, I was never a big fan of Twin Peaks. I do like point and click adventures, I grew up on those, yeah.
0: But like in game form, I might be more into it because I'm interacting with the world as opposed to just watching the boredom yeah. happen in front of me. Yeah. Well, um, maybe
1: this will be the first game that actually makes use of the touchscreen feature yeah, right? on Switch, the Switch doesn't which doesn't really nothing. I, I don't think anything I except for like typing in codes, yeah. I, I haven't used use the touchscreen feature for anything. So
0: I don't really want to use the touchscreen feature. Get my fingerprints on it. Like, I'm fine using the controller. I'm still paranoid about that screen, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then and then the other big one that most people were hyped about was No More Heroes, uh, Travis Strikes Again, which is the sequel to No More Heroes, the Wii game, which I did not play because I did not have a Wii because there was like six games playable on the Wii that it were was good. Was the
1: second one also on the Wii or was that on the
0: Wii U? No, that was on the Wii as well. No More no, Heroes 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this is a third one. It revolves around the guy who... Travis Touchdown. Yeah, the guy who got his kids killed or something. That was the... the Do you see the trailer for it? No. So the trailer is this guy, and he goes looking for the guy who like murdered his family or something like that.
1: I don't remember Travis touched on having a family.
0: Which one's Travis touched on? Is that the guy with the sword? It's the guy with the later sword. No, this is a different guy going to look for that guy. Or oh, so like he's, that. you're hunting Travis. I believe so. so. That's Travis what it seemed family. like. Yeah.
1: I didn't watch the trailer. Um, I played the first one very briefly back when we worked at GameStop. Yeah. Like as like a GameStop, like rent it for a couple of days and yep. then just return it kind of yep. thing,
0: which doesn't officially exist. Joe. Shh. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that thing, I mean I, I bought it and then returned it within the seven day waiting period return period. That also doesn't
0: exist. That's not a thing. Is no, that I, not a thing? Anymore? No, that's a thing. That's
1: a thing. <laughs> uh and do you
0: remember anything from it?
1: I was not very impressed. Yeah. I like I know these are like huge cult following games. Yeah. And people like love them, but I was just like,
0: oh, this just seems
1: weird and quirky. I'm wondering but if people not like great. Because yeah. sometimes like Being quirky is enough for people to, you know, fawn all over a game, even when the gameplay isn't all that interesting.
0: Plus, I wonder, too, like, it's one of those games that was on the Wii, which didn't have many games. So I feel like people really defend it as a thing that's awesome because they're trying to convince you that there's good things on the Wii besides Mario, Mario, Zelda, you know, Smash Brothers. So I don't know how good that game would have done if it was like a PS3 game that just kind of came and went. Like, I don't know if it had the same love for it. Uh, so I guess we'll see when it comes to Switch what kind of what kind of following it has and if it's any good. Um, but that was definitely one of the bigger titles that I saw a lot of hype for after the fact. Um, so I'll just run through the rest of the list that we got here. We got uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. Which, which is cool. I
1: love Super Meat Boy, so yeah. I'm excited for that.
0: And this one has a cool story because it's about uh, Super Meat Boy meets Super Meat Girl and they have a meat baby. That's what it's about. Bandage Girl? Uh, Bandage Girl, yep. Yeah. Um, and they have a baby, which Aww. I forget what the baby's name is. So oh, meat bandage uh, nugget Oh, nugget. Um, so, yeah, so that is that
1: I like team meat stuff. So I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, I like that game and I don't see any reason why this wouldn't be equally awesome. Uh, we've got a game called "Mom Hid My Game," uh, which looks really cool because basically, what it is, you're a kid and your mom has essentially hides your DS, <gasps> that uh, bitch, and you have to go around like the room trying like to solve puzzles to find where your <laughs> your switch is. So like, or your DS rather. That's what that's what the system looks like that it, she hides. And it's, it's not a switch. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's probably. I think it's this is one that's a probably console like a- exclusive. Um, Oh, it's launching in late 2017 with the exclusive stadium on both Switch and 3DS. So it's coming oh. to 3DS as well. Okay, so maybe, that explains why it looks yeah. like 3DS then.
1: Um, it's like how in all of the um, Pokemon games, when you start off in your bedroom, there's always the console like there. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, I don't, but it, it, you know, uh,
0: there's a Game Boy. There's a 3DS. There's a Game Boy.
1: There's a, you know a Wii U or something yep. like whatever the newest Nintendo console is always like hooked up to his
0: TV. Yeah. Um, but that one looked really that one looked really cool. So it's. Uh, you know, you're looking under the bed, you're looking in cabinets, you're finding clues to go like find where your game is. Um, so that's pretty cool. Just different stages. I'm sure there'll be, you know, 60 plus stages that you can go through. Well, or 60 knows? plus bedrooms to search. Through. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all areas your, your of the
1: house. Kitchens and living
0: rooms and yep. bathrooms. And I'm sure there'll be little psych gags about like, oh, look, like there's like <laughs> mom and dad's like stash of drugs or something. I don't know. There'll be some little thing where it's like, oh, you found something you weren't supposed to. Yeah. What's this? What's this back massager? for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think Nintendo would let that in, uh, but probably that would be a good a good thing to put in there. Uh, We've yeah, then man, got
1: Earthbound was about abortion.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. I never played it. Like, but the, that's
1: the like the end is like fighting your aborted brother's fetus or what? something like that. What? It's all this weird. It's hard to explain.
0: (laughs) Yeah, clearly. I clearly missed the point of why everyone likes Earthbound. Um, That's like. Hard to explain. Yeah, it's like how people don't realize that that's dirty dancing is about abortion as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like, that's the whole point of why the girl becomes the dancer at the, like, resort or whatever. It's because her friend goes to get an abortion and can't, like, teach dance anymore. Oh. Yeah. Uh, But I know people that love that movie that, like, just a year ago figured that out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never seen it, but I didn't know yeah. that was like the underlying secret to it. Yeah,
0: it's one of those weird little weird little things that not everybody knows. All right, on with the list. we got a game called Golf Story, so more golf. Uh, you take on the role of a golfer, solving problems by hitting a golf ball both on and off the green Ooh. with eight different environments in addition to traditional golf, disc golf, mini golf, um, and something with drones as well. Um, that one looked pretty cool, if only because I'll take a disc golf game any day of the week. I love disc golf. Uh, so virtual disc golf will be great for the winter time, Mm. but it's just all different varieties of golf. So that could be pretty cool. Uh, We've got a game called Floor Kids, which is coming out in holiday 2017. Uh, This one features some touch controls, Joe, so you can get some use out of the touch controls on your Switch. Uh, It's a brand new rhythm action game featuring original music by DJ Koala, who (laughs) may or may not be a famous person. I have no idea. Probably
1: an Australian. Uh,
0: But it's hundreds of moves to master across a number of dance spots, so it's basically a breakdancing game. It looks pretty cool. Hmm. Um, That one looked fun Uh, A game called Wolverblade Which is coming out Exclusively on Switch first So about Helicopters It is Reminiscent of Classic arcade brawlers Wolverblade throws Players into a 120 AD As the Roman army Takes control of Southern Britannia uh, featuring eight levels inspired by British history and native lore Wolverblade will have players assume the role of Cardonic and fight against the Romans so it looks like so looks like a
1: 2D brawler yeah based hack, on like ancient Rome yeah
0: like a beat-em-up side-scroller that beat-em-up type pretty
1: cool to me yeah
0: I'm kind of all about that game uh, seems like a lot of fun uh, we've got PolyBridge, which is a console exclusive this year. Yeah. Uh, hours worth of puzzles while traversing bridges and creating your own in a physics-based bridge builder game. I like those games for I some too. reason. You-
1: I, I I played a lot of Bridge Constructor on the Xbox One.
0: I uh, I used to play like the Flash, you know, online versions of it back in the mm-hmm. day. I remember uh,
1: like World of Goo is one of those as well.
0: Yep. Um, I remember even back in like middle school, like the comp- there was a computer game where it was like bridge building and it was, yeah, you played in the class that you like learned how to make a, like a wood thing out of like, you know, I forget what the name of the class is, but shop, not shop. <laughs> it was like a tech ed is what we called it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you made a, that's of what weird they called shit. mine as well. Yeah. Where you could use like a lathe to make chess pieces out of metal. Mm-hmm. Like, you use all kinds of weird mechanic like, i literally
1: stuff. paid a kid to f- do my project really that, and the teacher knew and didn't care
0: well yeah because like what are they gonna do then we
1: were like we we're like i'm literally gonna pay him to build this box for me and the teacher was she was like a substitute
0: oh yeah like she it was, she was, was like you
1: know like she was like a history teacher that they're like you have to run this class oh yes and then we we're didn't just and she was shit. like i don't know anything about this and we were like we don't either and we don't care he does though uh, <laughs> and she was, we just all agreed you know what Let's just all turn a blind eye to everything that happens in this room.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't want to build your own birdhouse or whatever. Uh, that shit was always kind of cool. Uh, but Bridge Builder coming out uh, this year. Uh, we got a game called Earth Atlantis, which is releasing for the Switch this fall. It's an R-Type shooter. Wait, so this says an R-Type type shooter. R-Type is a game. Yeah, yeah. so it's just... It, it it's an R-Type first, like, type. An R-Type type shooter. Uh, with a monster hunter twist. Interesting. Explore a sprawling underworld filled with tough, massive bosses to overcome. Um, yeah. I mean, that seems kind of cool. Especially with a monster hunter twist. Yeah. I
1: wonder how you mix those two together. It's Not probably sure. like you, whatever enemies you defeat, you can like graft their weaponry to your ship or something like that. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Who knows? We'll see later this year. Uh, next, we have Next Up Hero. It's in early 2018 with J- Joy-Con co-op mode. Uh, it's a community-driven online action game. Oh, it's from the creators of Scribble Uh They oh. have a new studio. Has hmm. players reviving friends, characters with AI... Co- oh, his AI companions. Oh, I remember this one. Uh, so it's basically when a character dies, it's roguelike in the sense where like you have another character, like the next guy up. Yeah. And then when you get back to... Uh, or I guess not roguelike, uh, like a Souls-like kind of, I guess. Or maybe both. Well, um, that's how... Um, fuck, what was that game... Rogue
1: Legacy yeah. worked. Like, every time you died, a new character just, like, was yeah. spawned and took the place of that
0: character. But in this one, when you get back to, in the, you know how, it, like, in the Souls games, when you get, you get back, back to, to the to soul, where you, died, you get you, all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Now you get that person as an AI companion. Oh. So now they're battling with you. Oh. Um, so that's kind of the, I do remember that from the uh, from the trailer. I just forgot the name of it. That sounds um, cool. I remember thinking that one looked really cool. And now that I'm remembering it, it still sounds cool. Yeah. Um, so that's how I know to be excited for it. Uh, but that comes out in early 2018. Uh, they also talked about SteamWorld Dig 2, which they think they talked about at the last... Uh, indie showcase, and then I don't this remember.
1: one. I like. I remember SteamWorld Dig One existing. I I didn't care. I don't remember no. really, like anything about what it actually was.
0: No, I never played it. I know that there was a lot of hype around it because they wanted to be like a big franchise. I think it was on the 3ds. Yeah, um, I don't think it ended up being that big of a franchise. Well, big enough that they got a sequel out of it. It's hmm. coming to Switch, so we'll see. Um, yeah, it comes out September 21st. So in a couple of weeks, um, but I assume it's more of SteamWorld Dig One. Like, again, whatever that is, yeah, didn't <laughs> play it, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, we got a game called Mulaka, which is early 2018 with exclusive features and functionality. It's a 3D adventure inspired by the Tara Humara of the Sierra Madre. Oh, that, yes, yes, whatever that is, exactly. Um, so a lot of it, it just looks like a native tribe I see them fighting some rock monsters here. So I don't know, it could be pretty cool. It has a very stylized look to it, uh, nothing that like wowed me right away so but doesn't mean it's not gonna be good yeah uh, we have yono in the celestial elephants october 21st uh console exclusive to the switch play as an adorable elephant in this puzzle adventure legend of zelda adventure elephants. hunting down treasures um so yeah you play as an, an elephant and i'm sure you can use your trunk to do different things and throw stuff and complete these puzzles and various Suck things up like water that. and put out fires correct yeah something along those lines i would assume Uh, We have Dragon, marked for death. Exclusively on the Switch and 3DS this winter. Uh, Play alone or with up to three friends locally or online in this new game from the Fate Extella developer, Inti Creates.
1: I know that they make some good stuff. I didn't play any of those Fate games, but I know, I've heard uh, Inti Creates with rather glowing you know, yeah. praise to it. Yeah,
0: you hear them in well-regarded circles. Yeah. Uh, Battle Chef Brigade is the next game on this list. Launches first on the Switch this holiday season. Play as one of several magical chefs hunting down monsters and cooking them into new dishes to impress the game's judges. So it's
1: Monster Hunter cooking edition
0: yeah i guess uh or iron iron chef zelda like
1: <laughs> i guess <laughs> i don't know i'm getting excited just thinking of all these options yeah
0: uh it seems pretty cool the logo is pretty awesome with like dragons and shit so oh, that looks great there you go all your dragon soup recipes all in one spot um, next, we have the game that I thought looked the coolest, which is called Morphe's Law. Mm. Um, it's a console exclusive coming to Switch in the winter, so this year. Uh, it is a first-person shooter, and it allows you to steal. So ma- third person, first person.
1: Is it first person? All first the videos just made it look for
0: third person. Nope, it's first person.
1: Huh? Yeah. All
0: right. Um, so it's first-person shooter allows players to steal mass from other players to increase their own.
1: So I would think you would be like need to see what your person looked like to properly judge. What your person looks like. So basically,
0: hold on, let me right, read. Yeah, let's,
1: let's pause on this one real quick. Yeah. Cause this is the one that I actually, I was also really excited
0: yep. about. Um. So basically the premise is, is that when you shoot somebody, wherever you hit them, you steal mass from them. So you shoot them in the arm, their arm gets smaller. You shoot them your in the leg, arm gets bigger and your arm gets bigger. You yeah. shoot them in the leg. Same thing. Shoot them in the head. You like you get it. Yeah. Um the goal of the game is to every time you steal mass from somebody else, that mass also goes to your like team's Avatar. Avatar which robot is a giant
1: thing. robot. That's like there's two giant robots standing in the background. Yeah. And they get bigger and bigger depending on how much mass you how steal. Much mass you steal. Yep. And by the end of the round, whichever robot is the bigger one is the winner.
0: Correct. Um so if you all of a sudden like shoot someone in the head, they get a really small head. You also get a really big head, which means your head is easier to hit. Yeah. If you make them tiny, they're running around the map in a tiny form um, and you can like fit through stuff. And- yes.
1: And the, the, they're, uh, um, they're like smaller doorways and passageways that you can only fit through if your character is really small. Correct. Um, it also looked like depending on the uh, amount of mass, like, you know, if you have a lot of mass in your legs, and your legs are big, you can jump higher.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, that would make sense. That's what
1: it looked like to me from the trailer.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, that game looks really fun. It kind it gives me a Splatoon vibe in a. It's a shooter with a quirky aesthetic. It's not really about killing. It's about amassing more of the the objective than the other team, mm-hmm. uh, much in the way that turf war is uh, in Splatoon. So like, I'm I'm really about that game. I remember when I saw it. It's in the Unreal Engine, which is pretty sweet. Um, and then I'm pulling up the trailer right now just because I could have sworn it was first person joe swears it's third person that's
1: the i mean they in the trailer it looked like it was it was always showing it from behind the character but i also like i said i would assume that you would need to be able to see your character
0: to like can i properly fit in that area?
1: Like understand you know what has been your mass has been like taken or given away
0: yeah so i'm just so in the trailer they go through and they show you how the the morphing works and the other cool thing apart about, about this is this cool like day of the dead aesthetic that they've yeah. got going on, which I really, really like. Yeah. Um, what the,
1: it's like uh, it's called like sugar skeleton or something like that. Is yeah. that design with like the painted on skeleton, like a uh, you know, Mexican skeleton design? Yep.
0: Um, so the video does make it look like it's third person, but I don't know. Everything I saw says it's first person, but yeah, the video is showing it in third person. So I don't know. Um, you would think that you might have to know how big your character is to see... Unless
1: there's like a, you know, diagram in the corner that shows... How like big you what are. ...what you you know... It shows like a, your head, you see like a little image of your character whose head's growing bigger and stuff. Yeah, that's how I remember it looking. Yeah,
0: so I guess it is third person. But yeah, all the th- I saw a bunch of articles that all referenced it as first person, so... Who knows? Maybe they misspoke, or maybe that's maybe just... everyone's
1: just copying it off of the same press release that had a typo in it or something.
0: Yeah, maybe. Because um, I don't remember specifically what the guy said. Because that's like that's where I came into the showcase late when it was live. Um, they were showing that game off. Um, but yeah, I'm still super hyped on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: that game looks great. I'm really excited for that.
0: And especially because it's an indie game, like it's not going to be. It's probably not going to be this forty or sixty dollar thing. Like it's probably going to be twenty bucks. So, yeah. um, I really like the I aesthetic pay 40 for it. Yeah, I probably would too because it looks like there's enough to it. Um, it's four v four combat. I'm sure there'll be different kinds of game modes and there'll be different like things that you can get. Like I'm sure there'll be game modes where you have to get a specific part, the biggest, or you know, who knows what. Whoever um, has the biggest head at the end is the winner. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I also super like all about how like you don't die, so there's no downtime. Um, do you not die? I it looks like,
1: you- like you don't die. It looks like all it is is just your mass changes and stuff. It looks, and you're constantly trying to increase your mass. I don't
0: know. I was just skipping through and it looks like there's a point where you can't find it. Um,
1: well, if it w- uh, if you couldn't, that would be interesting.
0: Cause like, you know, when you're playing Splatoon
1: or any other thing, but I'm in my head, I'm thinking Splatoon when I think of like the comparison to this. Yeah. It's always annoying like when you die and you have to like wait for your character to respond and then run back to the battlefield. That would be pretty cool if you had a game that like you didn't actually die and it was just constantly like running and shooting, just trying to get your character big again.
0: Oh, yeah. See? Hold on. Oh, uh... I'm showing it to Joe. There's a part in the trailer where it, look, it looks like the guy gets like knocked to the uh, ground. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it looks like he died. Almost like he died, but then he's also right there as a very small character, too. Um but yeah, no, I like the thing that's really cool about this is the fact that you can get certain places as a smaller morphe than you can as a bigger one. And so like that kind of like aesthetic or gameplay mechanic is really cool to me. Like you could run away from a person who's kicking your ass, but just by going someplace they can't get to because they're bigger than you. What is
1: uh, what is Murphy's law?
0: Anything that can go wrong? will. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so, for those that don't understand the reference, I guess. And they're called morphies because their size changes. And yeah, it's just they're morph,
1: good... more size morphing rubits.
0: Yes. Um, so, it looks really cool. Uh, that's going to be the one I think I'm most excited for from this list. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to move down the list to Sausage Sports Club, uh, which is a game which is a bunch of little like sports and stuff like that.
1: So, it's not just a bunch of guys hanging around?
0: No, it's not. Okay. Um, that's not what it is. It's not a Sausage Fest sports club. It's okay. a Sausage Sports Club. They kind of look like uh, corgis a little bit oh, or I like wiener corgis. dogs. Uh, yeah, I have a wiener dog. Yeah. Coming first to Switch this fall, plays a host of adorable animals competing on a reality TV series in this physics-based sports game. I do like which things includes, that are adorable. It includes free-to-play with up to eight friends as well as an adventure mode. Um, so that's pretty cool. I assume it just means that like anybody can play. You don't need eight people to have it. Um, or it's just I'm not sure if the free play means free to play or just like you all run around and play the same sports kind of thing Uh, we then have Light Fingers coming early 2018 it's a turn based multiplayer portable board game set to be released this year I I like board games uh, same here so we'll see how that is and then the last game on this list is called nine parchments it's coming out this holiday uh it's from the developers of trine and it's a cooperative isometric dungeon crawler in which players blast away their enemies with up to three friends so
1: i never did play trine
0: me either but um the nine parchments video i do remember looking really cool so those were the games that were in uh the nindy showcase what besides Morphe's law do you think seems the coolest to you
1: um. Oh. Uh. Oh. So, so it wasn't part of that. The um, harmonics thing.
0: Nope. That's later. That was a different thing. Okay. You're jumping ahead.
1: I wasn't sure if that was part of that. That's showcase a tease. or not. It wasn't. Um. I don't know. The uh, the cooking one sounded pretty cool to me. Oh, the Iron Chef like, one. Yeah. They like I go around hunt monsters to collect their food to eat it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one does seem pretty cool. Um. Uh, what else did I think that was really cool? Because. Uh, Again, Morphe's Law is the one I'm really, really into. Uh, I think that Next Up Hero one, I think, was the coolest one. That oh, that one sounded good, too. That and four Kids. I'm always down for a, like a goofy, fun, like breakdancing uh, you know, type the, thing. Uh, the, that seems really cool to the, me. The like,
1: looking around your house
0: for your missing DS one sounds fun as well. Oh, yeah. Mom Hid My Game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one looks pretty cool, too. So uh, hopefully all these games turn out to be at least okay, if not actually good, because um, then we'll be picking them up later on this year for most of them, beginning of next year for the rest of them. Um, So we'll move on, but we're going to stick with the Switch uh, for the next couple of news items. Uh, The big thing came out this week was that certain games going forward on the Switch are going to require a memory card. So if you don't have one, you're going to want to go out and get one uh, for some of these games. They didn't announce what all of the games are or more than just one. Uh, The only game they said definitely you will have it and it will be the first one to have it is uh, the new NBA. So NBA 2K18 uh, will require you to have a memory card in order to play it. You can play certain parts of it without it, but... Um, you're going to need it for the full experience, probably because there's probably like an also ultimate for like, team type and yeah, like, like different... downloading
1: roster updates and stuff. Correct.
0: Um, so you can play it the basic mode, but if you want to get the full experience, you're going to need a memory card, which kind of makes sense. And it's one of the downsides to only having 32 gigs of storage on the Switch. Yeah. Um,
1: so. I don't know. Um, I mean, I I can't say that like I'm really surprised or like I don't understand why it's doing it. But also, I can think in my head is like now I'm going to have to carry around not only game cartridges but as well as like memory cards to go along with them, well, just, and, like mixing and matching those things. I
0: guess if you just buy a big enough memory card, it's probably not a big deal. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it depends on memory. how much like space it is. Yeah. How much space they take up. Well, it can go up to like, I think they could take like two terabyte cards. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize it could take up that much space. I mean, space. they're expensive, but like you can buy up to, I think the only thing that's out right now is a one terabyte memory card.
1: Oh. For that. I will. I mean, there's all uh, well, a lot of things have like limiters to how much, like the size of the thing that they can use.
0: No, I remember when the Switch came out, I think we talked about it way back on episode negative one or technically one, or whatever one we did, whatever the one was like
1: the, where we just want to talk about the switch.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it might've been the one where it was like, we just got the switch and we're kind of just talking about it. Um, So a little bit of throwback to that. If you want to listen to that first episode or second, because in
1: my head, for some reason, I always think like, uh, 128 gigs is like the biggest
0: set anything ever supports. No, they have I think I think it supports up to 2 terabytes, but those 2 terabyte cards either or like aren't out yet. 150 bucks. Yeah, they're exp- like oh, they're expensive to be sure, but you know, they exist. So you could pay that premium, get that card, not have to worry about it for It's not like the when the, when the Vita came out and there were these weird proprietary memory cards that cost like $300 for a 32 gig cards. So you just had a bunch of 8 gig cards they had to constantly swap out, so it's not the same there, at least. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm not too hyped on it because I don't have a memory card, and I'm not like itching to go spend that money to buy one, but um, I'll get one eventually. I always knew that I would. It'll just take one of those games that requires it for me to do it. Like I'm probably not going to get NBA on the Switch. I don't really buy the NBA games. It's not like Madden or Baseball for me, where I want to play those games right away. Um, so the, I'm not needing it right now, but yeah. still. The
1: only thing that just makes me like worried about that is just the by the fact that yeah the the switch has the 32 gigs internal and the fact that they're like you're going to need something bigger than that makes me think like jeez how much are these things that you're going to have to download like yeah I'm... if you know if it's not like you know you would think the worst come it would be like it's two gigs like so you're gonna have to put two gigs on your internal you know hard drive if they're like you're gonna need something bigger than two gigs i'm like fuck are these gonna be like 50 gig patches that you have to download or something like that
0: i don't know i mean the sports one i understand because normally with sports games at least you know it's been so long since i've had to look at like my save data management because on ps4 i got you know multiple terabytes and i don't have to worry about it yeah
1: on my xbox i have a Three gig ga- or three terabyte external hard yeah, drive hooked up.
0: Exactly, but it's one of those things where with sports games, there's usually several save files. There's your like your season, there's your custom of, character, custom character, there's your roster updates. And like, those are three separate save files. Um, and then there's the one that's like your generic overall, like user settings. Um, so that one's a separate save. So like sports games normally have larger save allocations that they need. Um, so that at least makes sense. The NBA one. I don't know if like Mario Odyssey is going to have some big patch that it needs to install that you're going to need a memory card for. Um, I, I just was, don't
1: know. Uh, was uh, WWE 2K18? Was that coming to Switch? It is coming to, it Switch. Is coming to Switch. That yeah. could be one that I would picture. Again,
0: like, yeah, because you're going to have DLC characters and you're going to have the creator wrestlers. And like,
1: your season. Yeah, like your, your career. Season,
0: yeah, your franchise. Your, you know, uh, whatever. The, the one where you create a guy and you take him up through the ranks. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so any sports game, I can understand having that. Um, when it comes to other games we don't know we'll see it's going to be very much a all right guys pay attention this game requires it uh, and I guess we'll see it as they come out because I don't think they're gonna have a big list of what they are at the outset it's just gonna be hey you're interested in this game make sure you got a memory card hmm. um, so get ready for every you know video game store employee telling you like hey do you have a memory card you need one hey do you have a memory card you need one yeah um, uh, you can't open it and return it so you better have a memory card
1: yeah I remember those days Working at GameStop, yeah, and like getting the games that are required the hard drive, and you'd yeah. be like, you know, they do before you buy the... this. You need to know, yeah.
0: Uh, plus, I want to sell you other stuff, but yeah. I don't know. Here you go. Um So I guess we'll see what games require it and whether or not it's as big a deal as people are kind of making it out to be right now. I'm not too worried about it because I think mostly at the outset it's going to be sports games, but once we get into it more, we'll see uh, what new. things I mean, I can't picture
1: like Mario, no, them being like. You know, you need this for Mario. I would imagine everything would just be on the cartridge that it comes with.
0: I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at a game like Mario sixty four is only like eight megabytes, and like that was open worldy and had these big environments or whatever. So even if Odyssey with its big environments and its polished look as opposed to like an eight bit look, I can't imagine that being an incredibly big game that you need to hey, you know download extra space. Bits, not eight bits. No, like eight megabytes is how oh. much like the game save was. Yeah. Like how like that's how much space on the cartridge it took up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the art style was sixty four bits. I'm aware of that. Hence the name. Yes, I'm with you. Um, all right. So more more Switch news. Uh, we got some more concrete information about potential VR uses for the Switch. Now this can was you really something...
1: say concrete potential.
0: Yes, because like sure I can say it. it doesn't mean <laughs> I'm right. I can say it. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, This was something that had been rumored for a long time. They had talked about like, "Yeah, we're looking into VR and you know, the next console may have potential for VR and things like that. Um, and so, Joe, you have the the concrete potential about VR? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, I mean, as long as you take some guy on Twitter to be that.
0: Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, a Twitter
1: user was hacking around on the code inside of his Nintendo Switch, taking a look at, you know, what weird yeah. little things they could find. Data mining. Yeah, data mining. And one of the things he found was a code for turning on and off VR. So there is already somewhere built into the Nintendo Switch a thing for, like, enabling and disabling VR mode. So So it's definitely there. It's concrete for the
0: potential that it may come out later. Nailed it. Concrete potential. All right. Got it. As long as we can trust this random Twitter user. Sure can. For the purposes of me being right, we can absolutely trust him. (laughs) At Brocious on Twitter. Don't say his name. We don't want to give him a shout out. Unless he listens. Then what up, dude? (laughs) Yo, hit us up. Yeah. (laughs) Hit us up with some of that sweet data mining. Yeah, right? Give us the next exclusive,
1: please. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, I mean, yeah. So obviously it is in there. Uh, there was last year when like all the patenting information came out from the Nintendo switch, uh, one of the patents was a VR helmet along the lines of those like HTC ones, the ones where you like put your phone, you like slide your phone yep. into it. Yeah. And like it the Samsung gear, That's uh, whatever, Google you know, this, cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. Those things where like you just use your VR, your head, uh, your, your tele, phone, your phone as a VR yeah. headset. The things thing.
0: you can buy at Walmart for like 25 bucks yeah. where like it turns anybody's phone into a VR thing. Um, how do you feel about that, Joe? Because the thought of putting the switch on my face seems cumbersome. Because it's not small like a phone; like it's bigger than that.
1: Uh, yeah, it it is pretty big. Before we started recording, like we were just kind of like holding it, seeing like yeah, how long you know can you go without this? And I'll say even like you know laying on my couch playing Mario Plus Rabbits. After a while, my you know arms get tired holding my switch up. Yeah. It's not...
0: Because you have you know, weak, girly arms.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm a very fragile man. Yes. Um, But, I mean, any amount of time that you just spent holding something up, eventually you start to get tired. Correct. I can imagine having it strapped to my face, and, yeah. like, eventually my head is going to start going downward. But, I mean... You just walk I with a imagine, constant,
0: like, lean forward of your head because I, you've been playing too much Switch VR.
1: Yeah, I just develop a huge
0: hunchback. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: but, I mean, I can't imagine it being, like, significantly heavier than my PSVR headset.
0: That's surprisingly light. It though. is pretty light, though.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know. I mean, I, if this is just like a hollow, hollow piece of plastic with the switch on it. There'd be some internals. I think there'd have to be because yeah. you'd, you'd have to enable more like head tracking or something. Like, like there'd have to be something inside of it. Much like the way the Samsung Gear VR has stuff inside of it that helps like do whatever it helps to do. Mm. But would you want that? Do you want Switch Uh, to have VR
1: capabilities? I mean, I don't
0: not want it.
1: It's not like I'm looking at this going like, how dare they? Fuck Nintendo for attempting to dare make VR accessible to me through my Switch. Um, It it depends on whatever the games come out for it, but the thought of like, it's not necessarily that I'm thinking of uh, VR in general. I'm thinking of, I kind of want to see what Nintendo can do with VR. Yeah, Like I would like to see like a... You know, Legend of Zelda VR something or other.
0: Crossbow trainer, crossbow trainer <laughs> VR. VR. Yeah,
1: why not? I still have that for the Wii U or for the Wii. For the
0: Wii, yeah, yeah.
1: Or um,
0: arms um, in VR would be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: arms would be pretty cool. Uh, or just like uh, Pokemon Snap VR. Yeah, you're like looking around through the viewfinder, like hitting you know A to take pictures on your thing.
0: Yeah. No, I guess that would be pretty cool. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I'm not
1: thinking like this is going to be Oculus Rift, you know, quality yeah. of this, this is this isn't HTC Vive. Yeah, no. this isn't playing Skyrim on or anything like that. No. But like, just a little fun things, sure. The only thing is, I'm incredibly paranoid about my switch yeah. like breaking or anything like that. And I'd be so scared of like having it strapped to my face and then like leaning too far forward and having it fall off and shatter or anything like that.
0: Yeah. I would, I would actually be really into seeing what Nintendo could do with VR. Cause I feel like they'd be the yeah. most fun. That's, that's what i think. Like I, I, this is neat. I would
1: actually prefer to see Nintendo just make stuff for Oculus Rift or hcc Vive, yeah. I if there was an option, we'll, yeah. that's not going to happen. We'll get that. So this is kind of the like, okay, this is the next best thing, I guess. You
0: know, it would be really cool, and I've actually heard it's a lot of fun. In Japan, they have Mario Kart VR. Yeah, where you're like sitting in the rig, and you're like you have gloves on, so you're picking up items and you're actually throwing them. Yeah, like, we talked about this on the show before, probably. Yeah. Um, but maybe people didn't listen to that episode. So I'm recapping very briefly. It's called go Good back Radio. and listen
1: to all the episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, do that anyway.
0: But in, for the purposes of not having to stop what we're doing right now and then having you go back to it, you can just hear the little recap right there. Hmm. It's called Good Radio.
1: Hmm. I'm great at it. All right, keep going.
0: Yeah, uh, I would really love to see that for like the home use where like I can use the Joy-Con in each hand and like that's as my... A, as a steering wheel. As the like... steering wheel. Um, and then like... Or no, not even as the steering wheel. Just like have one in each hand and or like, or like have left, left
1: hand a steering wheel, like steer up down and then right hand is pick up and throw yeah.
0: something like that. Um, yeah. That'd be really cool. I would love that. Or like
1: uh, some sort of Metroid prime, like target practice thing. Yep. You know, where you're putting on Samus's helmet and you're like shooting at stuff. And like, beep beep like,
0: beep. yeah, no, that'd be super awesome. So like I act I would be into it. I don't know how long I could play it for or, you know, how much the headset would cost or, you know, what kind of extra attachments would be required. But, I could certainly get on board with a uh, Nintendo VR. Mm. Totally down for that. Um, So moving on from Nintendo, uh, we got something which I feel like we've talked about the potential of this in the past, which is games coming to the Olympics as like competitive games being entered into the Olympics. I think the 2024 Olympics wants to incorporate them. I forget where it is. Uh, It might be in Korea, which I think is why they want to do it, because obviously that's a big um, like, that's a big locale for, like, competitive gaming and stuff yeah, like
1: that. Yeah, I, I feel like um, StarCraft is always, like, the one that everyone said could do like, it. Like, if, if it's gonna start, start with StarCraft.
0: Yeah. Um, so, the president of the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, uh, came out and said this week, someone was asking them about the potential of competitive games in the Olympics, and they said, well, you know, we're always looking at different things we can add to the Olympics because we want to make the Olympics more encompassing. That's what the Olympics are about um, and he said that they're very much looking into adding video games uh, and what potential games they can add but they did state and this was kind of the big news takeaway of it uh, was that they wouldn't ever add something that had either too much violence or violence in general because that's not what the Olympics is about it's about coming together and spirit of competition and all that stuff is not about violence so you're not going to see you know uh, I don't think you're going to see Call of Duty I don't think you're going to see these like you know Starcraft and, is pretty violent yeah so maybe not a Starcraft a lot of
1: people will exploding and blowing up and stuff
0: um so i pose this question to you joe what games that don't have violence would you like to see uh as a competitive uh sport like a competitive olympic style game
1: well i mean um it's it's really kind of hard to think of something that is both competitive to that extent and doesn't include violence yeah uh, I mean, there's obviously like sports games, but at that point you're like,
0: it's weird to like put FIFA, yeah. in and the then Olympics like, where there's yeah, actual there's soccer. There's
1: the actual soccer going on over here, and, and then there's, there's the guys playing virtual soccer, soccer yeah. over here. That always seemed kind of like but weird both are to gold me. medalists. Yeah, <laughs> and then have them stand next to each other, and the real soccer players are just like, Man,
0: fuck this guy. And they got to here. sit the whole time. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck that shit. I'm not raising <laughs> this idiot's hand. <laughs> No, that'd be fun, though. I would enjoy but, watching. Like, that. I'm
1: having a hard time really thinking of anything that could really fill that, like, you know, spot, uh, a spot. Like, I mean, there could always be like Splatoon or Morphe's Law, you know. But yeah,
0: because those aren't super nothing, violent. Nothing
1: seems like it should could really fit.
0: Yeah, which is weird. Well, you think about the things that have big tournaments or that are big draws on things like, like Twitch, where it's Street Fighter, a lot of yeah, punching, a lot, lot of, of like, violence. A lot of people, like
1: Evo, is always a big thing. Um there is like lots of punching, lots of violence, but they also have karate and stuff in the Olympics. Yeah, so
0: and wrestling. Yeah. So like
1: it, it, it seems like that would be a good fit. Smash um, would
0: probably work pretty well because it's like again, it's violent, but it's a cutesy cartoon character, so it's not that bad. Yeah,
1: but like I just I I should I should preface this right off the bat by saying, I hate this. Really? I am I'm I'm not the kind of person like I've always hated the idea of trying to legitimize video games. To me, video games are just a toy. Like, it's just a thing to have fun with. It's a thing to relax with. I always hated when everybody tried to, like, make a big deal about legitimizing video games in the, the eyes of the rest of the world. Yeah. Like, I just enjoy playing video games for being video games. I don't need people to accept my hobby. I don't need my hobby to be, like, a thing. And the idea of, like, oh, like, we got to add this to the Olympics. I've always been like, eh, fuck that. Like, the Olympics are for real sports. Yeah, you but, know? I, yeah, but I, the
0: Olympics also has competitive trampoline. So, like, there's. That's sillier. still something. Like, yeah, it still athletic, it still requires but, a skill. Well, I mean, well, video games require skill too. Yeah, yes, am Not back. saying
1: that. Not saying that video games don't require skill. Yeah, but
0: video games are a hobby. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're a real thing. Well, they are in in a competitive sense. They are. I mean, look at the people who make tons of money playing. Yeah, Evo and I and,
1: and like I like I like watching Evo and stuff. But I think it can do well just being Evo. Like, yeah, it, like video games can have their own ceremonies and rewards i don't need them to be like accepted into other things
0: yeah no i get what you're saying like, i don't have a problem like, with i like, the same like, way, like but... i like evo being a thing
1: i like evo can just be evo and the olympics can be olympics but those yeah, but... i don't think they
0: need to meet in the middle i don't think evo would go away because you look at things like i'm not swimming. saying evo is going
1: to go away but it just seems like to me like i said it's just it's it's a it's a hobby to me like i don't
0: yeah, but so, I mean, to that extent, like, so is swimming. Like, swimming's a hobby to most people, and then some people take it really extreme and go and compete in it. And you think it's the same way with, like, fighting games where, like, you have the Olympics every four years, but then in between those years, like, swimming still has world championships, and they still have all these smaller tournaments that still incorporate all these yeah, people. Yeah, I get that. And there's
1: people that just play baseball for fun, and it doesn't mean that they should be playing in the World Series. Correct. Correct. Um,
0: so it's, a, it's the same idea. It's the,
1: it's the same idea, but like I said, I mean, to me, like, video games can just be video games. Yeah, but... Like, video, video games can exist in their own world. They don't need to be accepted into the broader world.
0: No, I don't think they need to be, but I don't think that there's a thing that we should just say, no, I don't want that because I want these to be mine. I'm
1: not saying that it shouldn't happen. I'm not trying to say this is mine, but I just think... Like, ultimately, I just think it's silly. Like... uh
0: the worst part ultimately would be if they do get accepted and then you're being like, Oh yeah, I'm watching the like video game on the Olympics and someone tells you how dumb video games are. And then you have to like defend your hobby, even though it's like on this grand stage, people are still going to tell you it sucks and it's stupid.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, that happens with a lot of Olympic sports every once in a while where like one of the one sport kind of like comes to the forefront and everyone's going like, why is this an Olympic sport? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And you know, sometimes they get accepted. Like I always like curling. Remember love, a few years ago when curling was the biggest curling. thing in the world. I love curling. I was sitting there going, like, why? Why is everyone so excited for? Because it looks sweep, like, sweep the ice, of the
0: game. It looks like so much fun. You tell me, you wouldn't want to play curling? No, really? No. Oh man, I think curling looks like so much fun. I'd be totally down to play yeah. some curling. And,
1: and not like, I'm not saying it doesn't deserve to be in the Olympics or anything like that. It's yeah. just the kind of thing where
0: breaking news: Joe hates curling. More yeah. at eleven.
1: Fuck. <laughs> fuck curling and everything that had to do with it.
0: Wow. Hot take. Yeah.
1: But uh, like I was just kind of sitting there going like, okay, like, you know, this, this seems like something that drunk people do for fun, not like Olympic sports for fun. No,
0: I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's Canadian video games. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, that's
1: just, you know, a Canadian Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Drunk throwing a rock across the ice.
0: Exactly. It's fine. We love you, Canada. Um, Um,
1: But, uh, you know, and like if, if it did get accepted, I wouldn't be like, how dare they accept video games. But it's just the kind of thing where like, if somebody came to me and said like, do you want to see video games in the Olympics? I'd be like, I don't fucking care.
0: See, I would like to see it because I think that those people deserve to be like they have just as much skill as some. I mean, granted, it's not running or you know, physical necessarily, but yeah. they and there are certain I mean, things I've watched that,
1: like incredible matches of
0: Evo before that I've yeah.
1: been like, man, I could never do anything like that. Yeah, but I'd like to see I them get on I, the grandest. I stage would rather and... see Evo become bigger than. Having to try and like move into something else.
0: Well, wouldn't it naturally become bigger because of its presence in the Olympics? Like, hey, I just saw this guy compete in the Olympics last year in Street Fighter or in Rocket League or whatever. Now look at him at this, this normal. Oh, Rocket norm- League would be a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, look at him in this tournament. Now he has, now this tournament gets more recognition because this Olympic gold medalist is here in this tournament. And so that naturally elevates all the other things. So, like, by nature of the fact that Olympic competitors are competing at Evo the following year, Evo would get bigger and people would start to pay more attention to it. Yeah, I can't argue against that. It just seems like it's unnecessary. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, the the Olympics in and of itself is kind of wholly unnecessary. Well, but, true. I uh, mean, I don't watch the
1: Olympics. Oh, I can I say not. that also. I never pay attention to anything. That oh, happens to so the your opinion doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> This is one of those times that you're wrong. Well, yeah. Wait. I, <laughs> hey, why don't I? can't be. Knock it down. I can't.
1: How, how can I be wrong by saying I don't
0: like the Olympics? Because <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> that's wholly fundamentally wrong. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm i not going to actively root for it in the same way that you're not. But like if someone came to me and said, would you like to see it? I'd be like, yeah, give him a shot. Why not?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to fight for it also. Yeah.
0: I mean, no one's going to ask us anyway, so we don't have to. But I don't know. We're very influential people. That's right. We have a lot. We have a lot of say and a lot of uh, swag and pull and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to see it. I think Rock League would be cool. Um, you know, you could probably do some lighter fighting games that don't have like blood or hyper violence. Because again, they do have karate. Like Street they Fighter
1: have... isn't. You know,
0: no, um... it's not Mortal Kombat yeah correct um so yeah i don't know but that could be pretty cool uh, i have been watching
1: uh competitive stuff for like the last week Uh, i got really um into competitive guitar hero Ooh, that'd be kind of cool actually i've been watching that on uh twitch for like the last week do they have tournaments for that Uh, It's not, I I wasn't watching like tournaments and stuff, but it was the kind of thing where like, you know, I was watching either people going for like high scores on certain songs or there were a lot of people that were like two people competing for the highest score where they're playing the same song at the same time, but like competing for whoever got the highest one at the end. Um and I was watching a lot of those videos on, like, Twitch and YouTube uh, for, like, the last week. Those would be cool. Yeah. And it, like... They're you, insane. You, yeah. It's fucking crazy. I watched a guy play, like, Through the Fire and the Flames, blindfolded. What? And And um, he didn't get... Like, he got, like, 98% or something like that.
0: I was at a Dave & Buster's once, and I saw a guy with no arms playing guitar here with his feet, and he was... Disgustingly nasty, huh. and not just disgusting because he's playing with his feet. Uh, but like he, was, <laughs> like, he was really, really good. Where somebody came like,
1: out with like disinfectant afterwards, it was like, I'm just gonna, "We're just going to clean this up."
0: Pretty it's sure that happened. Yeah. Um, but no, he was still really, really good. So I don't doubt that watching people do that. So yeah, there you go. Guitar hero could be in the Olympics. Who knows? I watched, we'll uh, see.
1: and a lot of these were like you know, um, like variant, like you know, like custom variant stuff, yeah. um, you know, custom songs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this is a mode in the game, but one of the best things I was watching was a guy playing drums for Rock Band. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if this is, like, built into the game. I don't remember it being a thing because I never really played the drums too much because I sucked. But um, it was a mode where you only saw the notes for the first quarter of the track, Mm -hmm. and the last three quarters were invisible. Ooh. And so I was like watching him playing the drums like that. Yeah. And like, you, you couldn't see where you, he just had to go off of like a very quick flash of where the notes were coming down. Yeah. And like, he was like 100 percenting like some of the hardest songs ever. I was that's going really, like, I I Jesus fucking Christ, this I is insane.
0: I don't think that's a real mode, but that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That could also be in the Olympics. Who knows? Uh, but that's going to do it for the news, which means it's time once again for the lightning round, not lightning round. Um, so we're going to start things off. Lightning round with PlayStation Plus games for September have been
1: announced. Joe, you have that list. I do. Uh, let's see. So for this month,
0: uh, for the PS4, you are going to get Infamous Second Son. Which is good because I never got to play that game. And I, every time there's a sale, I always think about buying it, and I never have, so I'm glad I get it for free.
1: Yeah, I already played and beat it, um, but it's a, it's a good game. It's something where like I could easily go back into it and just run around the city like yeah. blowing shit up for fun for yep. a little while. Yeah. Um, also for PS4 is Strike Vector EX, no which I don't know what that is. For PS3, you're getting Truck Racer okay. and Handball 2016. So there's an
0: Olympic sport for you. Nice, <laughs> you can play that in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And With then, the game though, not the actual sport. Yes. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh,
1: we're not going to dismiss it. Yeah. You know They might have the Handball Tournament and the Handball 2016 Tournament Correct. for the PlayStation 3. Correct. Uh, and then for the PS Vita slash PS4 cross-buy, there is We Are Doomed and Hatoyful Boyfriend. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, Hatoyful Boyfriend is a very interesting game. That is the pigeon dating simulator.
0: Fuck yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's what yeah. I've been asking for. Uh,
1: that's a game that got a lot of notoriety a little while ago just for the ridiculousness of it it and um, you know what i would never pay money for it but for free i'm gonna dig around and try and date a pigeon for a little while i
0: just hope they don't take all the ideas from my fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful
1: uh yes and then uh not officially part of the games with gold thing playstation plus where playstation plus that's right different different system uh rigs is going to be available starting september 5th to november 7th so that will be a nice free psvr game for you out there
0: so that's what tuesday tuesday to thursday tuesday, or tuesday to f- november 7th oh november wait no it's september
1: September 5th to November
0: 7th oh I thought it was just September to September no oh all right well then that's good so So you got plenty of time for two months there you go got plenty of time to get that VR game I'm gonna get it even though I don't have a VR headset so Joe you're gonna bring your VR headset over we're gonna play some rigs
1: you that was a game that like I wouldn't buy on my own especially when it was like 60 bucks when it launched yeah um, but for free, fuck yeah, I'll give that a try.
0: That was the game that I'm I... I'm imagining
1: the fact that it went down to free so quickly probably means that not a lot of people are playing it, but hopefully, uh, where they said they sold like a million PSVR headsets...
0: Everyone's going to have that game now.
1: Yeah, so every, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people playing it after everyone gets it for free.
0: That was the game that I played when we went to that uh, PSVR like demo day at the Best Buy, mm-hmm. um, and it, I had fun with it, but I didn't get a long enough time to get the learning curve down. Did, so you, I was... play,
1: did you play that? I thought you played Battlezone. I played both. You, I think you went to a separate a second time after yeah, I d- went with you.
0: I definitely played it again um, at one of those... Like It wasn't the same first one where we did, because that one I played Battlezone, but I played it again at a Best Buy demo or yeah, something. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Um, I remember
1: you played that, and I played the um, block rotating yeah, yeah. game thing. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, but yeah, no, that was a game that like, if I got the hang of like learning how to play, I probably could have had fun, but I didn't have a lot of fun because I didn't really understand the controls. And the guy's yeah. just like, all right, here you go. You're going to play it now. And I'm like, okay, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Did you see that uh, there's like a cheaper
1: uh, PSVR headset bundle out now? Yes, I think they it like comes with the camera off of it.
0: No, it's like the same price, but it comes with the camera. Oh, okay. It's like 400 and it comes with the camera. Oh, okay. And I think there might be, and then I think it might be 300 normally or something. Yeah. But yeah. I did see it go down in price a little bit. So that's it for the PlayStation Plus games? Uh, yes. Nice. Lightning round. Uh, Speaking of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Plus games, you can play those new PlayStation Plus games on your new DualShock 4 Crystal Colored Controller. Uh, Those got announced this week. I think there's three.
1: Yeah, it's a red, blue, and like crystal clear, just plain clear.
0: Yeah, they're all semi-see-through and...
1: Yeah, um... I love these. Which one's your favorite? The just the plain and clear one. Yeah. Uh very throwback to like very throwback 90s to like PlayStation One. And sixty four. Yeah, those are always my favorite ones for some reason. I liked seeing like just the internal mechanisms moving and stuff. Just uh like watching the rumble tumblers spinning around inside of it. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while I mean unless you buy like the really shitty like uh, afterglows afterglows and yeah, shit like
0: that fucking things suck
1: I always hated those but yeah. I always like the, the see-through things So I'm probably actually gonna pick one of these up nice just because I only have one controller for my PS4 anyways yeah. so I might as well get a second one and it might as well be this one because yeah, right? I love those see-through things and it looks really cool
0: yeah, playing all these sports games this week, I was like, man, I really wish I had a second controller because I'm like, then we could play everybody's golf or we could play Windjammers or Madden or whatever. Well, so. couldn't
1: everybody's golf, you just trade off controllers?
0: Uh, yeah, I think you might be able to um, as like a asynchronous multiplayer kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, But yeah, those are pretty cool. I probably won't get one, but I'm glad that you will because you like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lightning Round, also PS4 related. Uh, We have the Dead Rising uh, 4 is coming to PS4. It's called Dead Rising 4 Frank's Big Package, (laughs) um, which of course fits right into the aesthetic of uh, the Dead Rising games. And it's going to come with all the expansions. It's going to come with the mini golf and all the other things that it's come out with. Um all the different things and that'll be available the fifth of December.
1: Are you excited uh, for that at all?
0: Not really. You know? I never really played any of the Dead Rising games. It doesn't it doesn't really jump out at me. Like it doesn't seem like a game I would hate, but it also doesn't seem like a game that I want to spend time with. Yeah. Especially when there's gonna be so many other things coming out around that time that I'm gonna be like fully immersed in that I don't think I'll get around to it.
1: I beat it on the Xbox One. It's- and you played
0: the mini golf too, right?
1: Uh, no, I didn't play the minigolf at all oh, yet. I thought you did. I bought it, but I never played it. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, you can play it on the PS4 starting December 5th. Uh, lightning round uh, to go along with the new Shovel Knight game that was announced as part of the Nintendo Nindy Showcase this week. Uh, they also announced some new Shovel Knight Amiibos uh, specifically for this game. I can't believe I just dropped that. What an <laughs> annoying person I am. You are. Um, and so it's the new like Night King uh, thing and a couple of the other characters from that game. Uh you're gonna get those, Joe? Um
1: I mean I'm not really excited
0: to buy The, the Shovel Knight? The Shovel Knight. So. I know, but amiibos just I didn't buy the the get like, you every time. The Shovel Knight amiibo either. Oh, even though you bought Shovel Knight Oh wait, You didn't buy it on a Nintendo. You no, bought I bought it on three. Yes, yeah. yeah. oh, I didn't buy the amiibo? the amiibo. No. Huh. Well, like I said,
1: I didn't play the game very much, so I yeah. didn't get very excited for it. And um, I know, but amiibo is tr- just. I, well, yeah, I love amiibos, but I also only really rhythm. try and buy amiibos for stuff that like I'm playing. Like I don't run out and buy. Like I didn't run out and buy Animal Crossing amiibos because I wasn't playing Animal Crossing.
0: How many Animal Crossing amiibos do you have now, Joe? Uh,
1: just one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me I have all of them. No, no, yep, yeah, just one. I just bought uh, Tom Nook. I think. As long as you don't count, like, the Villager Smash Bros. Amiibo. I do. Oh, okay, then I have to.
0: haha ha I knew it. I caught you. Son of a bitch. I caught you in a lie. Um, so, yeah, those are coming out probably alongside uh, that new game. Uh, another new game that is coming out has a release date, Sonic Forces, is coming out the 5th of November. And that's that other Sonic game that's coming out that I always got mixed up with Sonic Mania. But this one's different, and I don't remember why. What's the difference between the forces and the mania? Which one's Sonic Forces? Sonic Forces is the sequel to Sonic
1: uh Heroes. It's the th- this the the mixed 3D one where like 3D Sonic and little like t- uh, 8-bit Sonic team up. Oh, it's this is the sequel one to Generations? You- yeah, sequel generations. That's Got nice. it. Yeah, this is the one. That's, this is the one where you can create your own Sonic character. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember how they, like, they said like yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. new third character coming to the game, and it's, it's you can you. create a custom one yeah, that yeah. had like a, a grappling hook, whip, or something like that, and can yeah. swing around.
0: Well, that's cool. I like Sonic Generations.
1: Yeah, yeah. This, this one looks pretty good. They yeah. announced the uh, collector edition for it also.
0: Yeah, that comes with like a hat and like a and a bunch of stuff. like DLC stuff for yeah. your characters. It
1: had like a bunch of different. Um, Sonic or Sega costume parts for your creative yes. character where you could like make Sambo D'Amigo and yep. um, Jet Set Radio costume yep. and the monkey ball monkey costumes yep. and stuff. It also or, comes with a, like creative character parts. Yeah.
0: It also comes with a controller skin for the the, the console of your choice. Really? Yep. Uh, Man, that feels like a throwback it's right there. so oh my god it's such a throwback especially because like remember when hated the... those things they well, always
1: like they always end up fucking peeling off and looking like ass
0: remember when the the, the switch came out and we talked about how like don't put stickers on your switch because like, it
1: would like eat through the plastic yeah
0: this well this one specifically is for is
1: it for the switch
0: uh, yeah but it's for like the cradle so like the Joy-Con cradle okay um, you would put that on there um, I'm pulling it up right now so I can show you the picture. And well, it's that's like, also
1: coming out on multiple systems though. Like, yeah. No, they is, have, it's like the Xbox one going to come with an Xbox. Skin? Yep. Okay.
0: Um, and the PS4 one, obviously likewise, uh, they don't look good. Uh, Oh either. no, of
1: course not. They always look terrible.
0: Yeah. But like, even like the design out, like sometimes the designs at least look cool. Uh, that's not the case here. Uh, so i'm pulling it up right now yeah it's a day one edition It includes avatars so it's jet set radio nights into dreams super monkey ball and puyo puyo tetris uh those are the other ones my phone just died so i'm not looking it up anymore uh but anyway uh, are you excited for that game
1: uh it's not something that i'm gonna buy right off the bat i'm gonna have to like wait and see reviews and also like i kind of have a hard time Justifying paying sixty bucks for a Sonic game, I know, especially like based off of history. Yeah, Sonic Mania has been fantastic.
0: But it's only twenty bucks,
1: and it's only twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot more than this one. Just than just yeah. you know, true, a sixteen bit like throwback game, but uh, I, I want to give it a try. Yeah, just I'm gonna wait a little while. Same. I'm sure it's gonna be down to like forty bucks within six months and then probably like 20 bucks within the year
0: well honestly the good thing is that it comes out the beginning of november so you'll definitely get a good deal on a black friday like that's going to be a game it's going to be half that's, off yeah, on black gonna friday
1: be a, yeah it's going to be like a 30 35 dollar black friday correct
0: game. yep um so that might be worth picking it up then uh lightning round uh harmonics came out or is coming out with a new game for the switch that was announced the same day though oddly enough not part of that nindy showcase I don't know why they didn't get packaged in with that. Yeah, uh, ma- maybe Harmonix is big enough on its own that it was able to get like a standalone like news. They just item. Have,
1: like too much of a head. And they're like a big head, and they're like, we're not gonna, we we're don't want to be tossed in with a bunch of, yeah, we're Harmonix, yeah, we've we're had bigger than your showcase, a, yeah. Rock Band Four didn't do absolutely terrible.
0: <laughs> I like Rock Band. No,
1: I fucking love Rock Band. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it, it's the a reason that passed. there's a reason it took eight years to make. Like, yeah, the time has a, a sequel.
0: Um, but they are coming out with a game called Super Beat Sports, which is uh, not a sequel, but kind of like a pumped up uh, re-release of an Apple TV game from a few years back. Uh, which
1: award-winning Apple TV, an game.
0: award-winning is best of the App Store 2015, according to its own website. Mm. Um, it looks looks kind of fun. Yeah, it's it basically looks fun. playing sports uh, I like, to I a like beat rhythm
1: games. You like your like Patapon
0: and stuff. Yep. Yeah, no, I love music rhythm games, and I like sports games too. So this kind of seems right up my alley. So I will definitely be at least looking more into it, reading some reviews. This isn't like a day, a day one buy. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. But I don't know if the reviews are good. I'm totally down for the it. The trailer
1: looked very cute, very fun.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a bunch of like cutesy little you know art styles. So like so. you're hitting
1: baseballs to the rhythm of the music. Yeah. and stuff like that.
0: I'm all about that, so um, I will probably be checking that out in quarter three when it releases. They didn't give it a specific release date. Uh, lightning round. So we've talked enough on this show, I think, Joe, about all of the different iterations of Street Fighter 2.
1: Because there's um, hugging a lot of them.
0: Yeah, to which there are many. Uh, are you ready for another edition of Street Fighter 2? I guess. Uh, it's do not you know- like I can fight against it. <laughs> do you know what system it's coming out for?
1: Uh well they just put out the one for the switch. Sure did. Um I'm gonna say the HTC Vive.
0: Wrong, uh, although I'm sure that's coming at some point, and I really like that you played along for that bit, considering yeah, we both we know what's both coming next. We knew exactly what was coming. Uh, it's coming out for the Super Nintendo.
1: Oh my god!
0: And not the Super Nintendo Classic, which it might also be on. I don't
1: think that was part of the list. It might be on the list. On the
0: Can the you list? check that, because my phone's dead and I don't want to click around. Um, but it is coming out for, it's a special edition, what is it, 20th anniversary? 30th anniversary, I think. no. No, because that would be 1987, and that's not when that game came out. It's probably 25th anniversary. 30th anniversary. What?
1: Yep, this year marks the 30th anniversary. That game came out in 1987? Street Fighter Two. Yeah. yeah. Probably.
0: But is, wasn't it on the Super Nintendo?
1: Um, That's a good question.
0: That's weird. That timing doesn't seem right. Maybe it was in the arcade long before a home I'm release. I'm sure it was
1: on the, in the arcade
0: for a while. Yeah, maybe it was on the arcade in the home release. Uh, but they are putting out a special, apparently 30th anniversary edition of Street Fighter Two on a red super nintendo cartridge for your super nintendo uh so uh, originally released in 1987
1: in hmm. arcade oh you know what it's it's the uh, anniversary of the street fighter series got it so street fighter one came out in 1987 that makes more street sense fighter to me. 2 came out in 1991
0: there we go. I, I could have sworn that wasn't right, but I see what they're saying now. And
1: everyone likes to try and forget that Street Fighter 1 ever happened. So they're like, hey, yeah. you know, what, for the 30th anniversary of Street Fighter, let's just focus on Street Fighter yep. 2 because um, that other one kind of sucked. But yeah, so uh, Capcom is teaming up with uh, the company I am 8 bit They are going to be releasing 5,500 special edition red cartridge, Super Nintendo cartridge versions of Street Fighter uh, still coming like with an original like Street Fighter You know, box Box, that came with and probably the same manual and stuff like that. Yep. Um, They're also going to be releasing uh, 1,000 like super, you know, super rare like see through plastic going back to that translucent stuff. They're going to be releasing 1,000 more (laughs) of those.
0: Is that in addition to the 5,000 or the part of the 5,000 is the 1,000? It's super, part of it. Okay.
1: Yeah. So 1,000 out of the 5,500 of them will have a translucent cartridge. Gotcha. I don't know if it's going to be like you can personally buy just – like you can say like I want one of the 1,000 clear ones or is it going to be like the first 5,000 people get it, it. and 1,000 lucky people will get this super rare.
0: I would think it would be the first 1,000 that get the order in. Hmm, maybe. I don't uh, know how you determine that because so many of them will be coming like at the exact same time and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you're a super big Street Fighter collector and fan, you want this, you're going to have to... To get on it, because they, they definitely won't last. Yeah, and it's going to be $100. $100 for yeah. a game that you've probably bought. Remember when we bitched that the I, I, Switch version was going to be $40? we are like, that's too expensive. Yeah. I don't like it at all. $100. That seems more reasonable. But at I mean, least this I one's mean, a collector's item. The SNES item. Classic
1: is 80 bucks. Yeah, but this is a collector's item. <laughs> it so is like, a collector's item. I get item. it. Yeah.
0: Um, it's it's markup for something that you're never actually going I don't think you're actually going to play this. You're just going to keep it on your shelf as part of your grander, Street Fighter shelf that you probably have you're a huge Street Fighter fan because why wouldn't you uh,
1: it's not on the SNES Classic
0: oh well that at least makes more sense then yeah. that'd be weird if they were putting it on the SNES Classic and the the SNES at the same time
1: yeah well like I said it's more of a collector's item than anything yeah
0: is there a release date for it uh, or pre-order information or anything like that
1: uh, I'm not seeing it it might be already up for like
0: pre-order okay which means it's probably already gone yeah uh okay uh lightning round new mystical pokemon are coming to pokemon sun and moon you can get him at GameStop. stop mm-hmm. is there a name or any kind of description for it joe uh yes um as the pokemon guy in this room of two people
1: yeah yeah it's called um marshadow it's a i it believe like it's a, a marshmallow uh no it looks like a spooky little ghost guy
0: oh it does look like a spooky little ghost guy with
1: fire eyes yeah yeah he looks really cool um he is going to be available at GameStop starting on October 9th and going all the way to uh, the 23rd. So you got to go up to the GameStop if you want to get your uh, super exclusive limited edition magical Pokemon. Uh, I believe he also comes with a, um, what are those, they're called like Z-Stones. Yep. Uh, it is a fighting ghost type Pokemon.
0: Ooh, spooky. Yeah,
1: which I think is a like, conflicting thing because I think ghosts are strong against fighting.
0: That because, means fighting. And
1: fighting is weak against ghosts because, you know, you can't you gotta fight a ghost. You can't fight
0: a ghost. No, you can't fight a ghost. Yeah. Probably because they're invisible.
1: Yep. But, um yeah, he looks cool. He looks like a cute little guy. um Everyone, you got to catch them all. So you got to make sure you get up there to get those. And it's probably going to be like a couple years before he becomes available again afterwards. So make sure you get there to get your Marsh Shadow. Nice. I know I'm going to be getting them.
0: You got to. Got to catch I them all. Up,
1: I fucked up. I missed the last one. Oh. I wasn't paying attention uh, in... What was
0: the last? Don't ask me. It was ask The one for Sun
1: and Moon, X and Y. Yep. Um, the last legendary that was available for X and Y. Oh, you missed it? I wasn't paying attention that it came out. I didn't know it came out. I missed it. Aww. I think it was called Hoopla. I'm just like uh, So
0: you missed all the Hoopla? I missed all the Hoopla. <laughs> damn, damn it, Joe. It. Unbelievable. You got to be careful of that. You don't want to miss all the Hoopla. Uh, lightning round. So this is something, Joe, that I forgot to write down on the sheet, but I'm going to surprise you with it because it's a chance for me to brag. I was also going to mention it in what we've been playing, because I played in the Splatoon Splatfest yesterday, representing Team Flight, the team that won. So The
1: smaller team, more intelligent and cultured people went with invisibility.
0: No. But uh, apparently Dumb people who only want to use it to steal things, even though that doesn't make any sense, because you'd see the things floating uh, through the air, which is incredibly stupid uh more people did still pick
1: making up your own goddamn rules how I, this of course works. i can't
0: you don't get to decide how invisibility works
1: all right you are an, not in charge of my superpowers it's an
0: imaginary argument i can make whatever rules i want that's how this works if you didn't hear our argument regarding the spot all and right where so stand, with
1: flying i can just say that you can only fly as fast as you can run okay
0: okay how fast can you run it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how fast i can run i could still fly that fast that'd be great you're telling me as fast as you run, you wouldn't want to fly that fast? I can't run very fast. It doesn't matter though. But you get to fly, that's still way cooler. Yeah, how long it would it take? We're not you? doing this again. You can go back. This is Alright, given given the choice between
1: however long it would take you to fly to the mall or just getting in your car and driving to the mall, which one would you take? I would fly to the mall all day. Even if it would take you like an extra two hours to get there? Yes.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Uh, if you didn't hear our super long argument where I totally told Joe why flying is better, uh, we had that a couple weeks ago. Uh, so you can go back and listen to that one as well. We're just going to use this to pitch old episodes. That's what this whole episode's about. Um But the Splatoon Splatfest was yesterday. Uh, more people did pick Invisibility. It was 51-49, so it was more pretty close. More intelligent people. It was closer than the mayonnaise versus ketchup argument. Um, which, well, yeah, that makes sense. Mayonnaise is disgusting. Yes, uh, but... Even though more people picked it, the better team won, which was Team Flight. Uh, they won in both solo and team competition yesterday. So go, Team Flight, people. Suck it, Team Invisibility. You can't see me. Nailed it. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, people can see you doing this John Cena hand move. No, they can't.
1: <laughs> God damn it. ha
0: <laughs> It works on so many levels. Um, so suck it, Joe. Uh, lightning Round. Uh, South Park, the Fractured butthole um is coming out in australia and it's not being censored the way
1: that's what it means
0: yeah (laughs) you got it um it's not being censored the way the stick of truth was because there famously was uh, a point in the stick of truth where stan's parents have sex and they didn't show that in the australian version of the game but had a cute way of around it by having a crying koala.
1: australia has always had really weird um for for a a country that was founded off of being a prison colony they're very sensitive when it comes to a lot of video games yeah they
0: want to get rid of that uh that mantra or the uh, the stigma
1: uh, yeah i guess but uh, it seems weird like censoring the left for dead cover so that there's not missing fingers on it it's yeah. going yeah. like a little far but they've always had a very sensitive uh approach to video games a lot of censorship and stuff in video games in the like i said in the last one in um stick of truth Uh, there is a point where you come across Stan's parents having sex in the, they're like, they're in the background having sex Uh, in the U S version. You just continue walking around while that's all happening in the background. You just see it going on Uh, in the Australian version. It's replaced with a uh, static image of a crying koala bear that says like, you cannot see this. Crikey. Yeah. It says like, sorry, but you cannot see this scene. It is censored in your country. So not only is it like, uh, you know, we're going to censor it. We're also going to be like, you know,
0: we're going to be tongue in cheek about yeah, it. Yeah. We're we're going to be like, ha ha.
1: Like, which is know. good.
0: Cause that's the South park. Aesthetic.
1: Yeah. That's the very South parky way. Uh, lightning round. They're going to take a. They're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to take a swipe at you in the process. Yeah,
0: of course. Uh, lightning round pause. Do you think this is because fractured butthole is tamer than stick of truth? Or do you think that Australia has laxed its restrictions with regards to what it can and can't show in video games?
1: um, because obviously the game's know. not out yet. It doesn't come until
0: October, but
1: I, I, I mean, if if anything, I imagine this problem. This game is probably going to be a lot more vulgar than the yeah. last one. They're going to see how much farther they can
0: push it, just yeah.
1: knowing South Park.
0: Well, we talked about it yeah. last week, didn't we? The ESRB rating came out for it, where it like listed off. Did we talk about this? No, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. So as you know, we love our ESRB. Um, over here at the broken clock podcast, uh, they came out with their paragraph description of what's in the game. Oh my. Um, and it's racial epithets. It's terrible, terrible things. I don't want to read it aloud just because like, this is probably the worst one that we've done so far. I wouldn't mind reading it. aloud. You wouldn't because you share all of the sentiments. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be raunchy and very South park. Mm hmm but maybe there's just no gratuitous sex in this one the way there was in the last it's one. It's
1: possible. Um but uh, I I could imagine it being the kind of thing where <clears throat> they went and said like look it's we're going to do this like yeah. I I can imagine it, them not really laxing their things but I I can imagine them being like okay South Park like yeah. All right, we'll let you do it. We're like,
0: yeah, there's an <clears throat> expectation when it comes to South Park that yeah. we should probably just allow
1: it. it. It reminds me of like an old saying from like way back when South Park was, you know, not 20 years old at this point.
0: Respect my authority.
1: Uh, but I remember, is well, that, no, I remember. I remember there was like a saying where it was like, if you get mad at South Park, you're the asshole. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like if South, if South Park makes fun of you and you get mad, you're yeah. the asshole because South Park like makes fun of everybody. Yeah. I can imagine being like, look, we're South Park. Like, we're going to do this. You just have to accept it.
0: Yeah. You just kind of got to just, deal just, with it.
1: You know what? Like, just just go along with it this time. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, we'll just we'll go along it's with
0: it. It's fair. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Lightning Round Resume. The creator of Resident Evil wants back in on the series and help create Resident Evil 8. Joe, as the resident Resident Evil guy, how do you feel about that?
1: Um, I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, What's I, the last one he worked on? Uh, he It was a Shin, Shinji Mikami. The um, last one he worked on was Resident Evil 4, which is, in my opinion, the best one of the series. Okay. Uh, it is the game that he emulated working on Evil Within, because the last thing he worked on was Evil Within and Evil yep. Within 2. Yep. Um, and he obviously really aped on the design choices that he put into Resident Evil 4 on that one. Um, I would love to see him come back, just because... I mean, uh, well, up until Seven came out, they all they really started going downhill. Yeah, like great. after him, you know, five, six, and a lot of the spin-off stuffs were were not all that interesting. So, so Resident at evil, best. yeah. Resident Evil one, two, three, and four were fantastic. Yeah, uh, I would love to see what he could do with the new uh, turn that they put in the series with like the new, you know, first person aesthetic. Yeah, especially since this one. Coming up. Well, I mean, we don't know what Resident Evil 8 is going to be up. If at it's all. even I
0: mean it's probably in development, but we don't know that it's in development. <laughs> well,
1: we know it's in development. But like
0: they We haven't... don't know what's
1: in it's going yeah. into the process. Yeah. But uh spoilers for anyone who hasn't played seven yet, but it's a pretty la, old game. La,
0: la, la, la. <laughs> I haven't heard it, so I'm just gonna do that over Joe talking. Hopefully you guys can hear him. You're not playing Resident Evil Seven. 7. I'm not playing so uh the, Go ahead.
1: It, and I'm not gonna like completely spoil it, but at the end of Resident Evil Seven <laughs>
0: I'm not going to spoil it. Here's how it ends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil seven for the most part of the game had very little to do with anything else in the series. Yeah. Uh, but the very ending like of the series or the game brings back characters from the old stuff.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I and, know uh, that. I'm not
1: going to flat out say what it is. No, but it, it ends with like a character from the previous series coming and be like, Hey, I'm here to help you. Yeah. So, and then, you know, it, it, Um, sets up for it sets up for more stuff oh okay that's pretty cool I guess and you're like okay now this person's back this organization's back this stuff is back yeah so now we're gonna tie whatever I'm assuming whatever it goes it's going to tie back into the original series now oh Oh,
0: so that would make sense then that he wants to come back yeah
1: so uh, that's why I'm like if he wants to come back and work on that and like you know the guy who created and started all and designed all this stuff wants to come back and expand on it now with this new format I would love to see what he could do
0: sweet Um, So hopefully we'll get more concrete information on that. Um, I think what, what do we have left in terms of game shows this year? It's, paris games week and is there, another
1: pax isn't there also pax is going on
0: right now oh pax is going on, okay. um, but i haven't heard any news coming out of that Me so neither. this might be just i think pax west right now is just like a chance to play these games that are coming out in the fall there's not really a lot of big announcements yes yeah, uh typically but maybe paris games week which i think is next month uh and psx is usually in the winter uh maybe we'll get some there maybe that'll be a big psx reveal is what's happening next in resident evil considering that started on playstation so who knows um Uh, Yeah, that that could be pretty cool. Uh, Lightning round. There has been new rumors circulating regarding a Game of Thrones game being made by Bethesda. Um, I guess there's somebody leaked something. I forget what it was. I don't know if you have it there. Um, Just more information regarding a a possible Game of Thrones game uh, from Bethesda, which makes absolute sense. I mean, they make Skyrim. Game of Thrones is very much in the same vein as a Skyrim type. I could well, apparently, totally it was peaked on
1: it. a Target retail page. That's what it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, that's probably a real thing. You, do you watch Game of Thrones, Joe?
1: I watched the first four seasons. Yeah. I haven't watched the last, it's on Seven Just Ended, right? Seven Just So ended. I haven't watched the last three seasons. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where, I, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for it to end and then just and then just binge, it.
0: binge the whole yeah, thing.
1: That makes sense. How many more seasons is is eight? The last season. Eight
0: is the last season, but it's not probably not going to be out for at least another year and a half. Till, okay. Like it's not going to be till 2019 probably at the mm. earliest.
1: Yeah, I could I can wait until that and just watch the last four seasons in one sitting. Yeah. Um, and then whatever spinoff series that come out as well. Yeah, you know, there's going to be tip five, six spinoff series. I'm at some sure. Point.
0: Um, but yeah, they didn't say and there wasn't any more information given than that. It doesn't say when this takes place, if this takes place before the show or the books if this place. If this is based on the books, if it's based on the show, if it takes place after during what Like, it doesn't say um, so far. There's been a really, really shitty Game of Thrones game and an OK Telltale Game of Thrones game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, your version of okay depends on how much you dis- like, like or dislike Telltale games to begin with, but um, it seemed like a, a playing an episode of Game I of Thrones. I only played so the first cool.
1: episode, uh, it felt very Game of
0: Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And so and, and like, it's a telltale game. It has its issues. It has its glitches. But it's it's overall fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that Game of Thrones game on PS3 was awful. I
1: didn't even play it. Um, I I've forgot seen, it existed. Actually, until I've seen it.
0: I've seen videos. I never got around to playing it because I I don't think I was super into the show at that point. Um, and also saw so many shitty reviews of it where. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to play this, and it looks awful, and just nothing about it seems like a thing that I wanted to play. Um, but I would, I think I'd give a Bethesda run one a shot, especially because it if, would look fantastic. And if if Bethesda and...
1: just makes Elder Scrolls, Game of Thrones, like yeah. what's the, Westeros? Westeros. Yeah, if they make Elder Scrolls Westeros. Yeah, and it, I mean, like all the all the locations are there, like, and just just make a big open world thing where like I can go to you know. Uh,
0: Every town has side missions, and I yeah, can't even... and
1: I can go and like you can go there, and I don't know when this would take place uh, according to the series. If it if it's happening like at the same time as yeah the the, the show, or, the or if books, it like happens yeah. like a hundred years beforehand, or even like twenty years, and you can like go and talk to a younger Ned Stark, and yeah, be like hey, like and he can say like I'm going to send you on a mission. You know? Yeah, I need you to go to the wall so you can talk to the Night Watch. Yeah, and like no, get you really know, cool. get a thing, and then you know go down, and then you can head across the ocean to wherever Daenerys Tertiary yeah. is, and, yep. you know, run around there and like talk to the Mad King or whoever, yeah. whatever, blah, 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 blah.
0: And I'm sure you'd be able to pick allegiances to which house you swear, you know, to and things like that. Bend the knee all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd be down for that. I think I'd give that a, a shot. No, I
1: would love to just be able to like walk around the world and like, kind yeah. of take it all in.
0: That'd be the coolest part.
1: I mean, even if it was like, you know, there wasn't even an overarching overarching story and it was just like walk around Westeros yeah. and you know, interact with people and still fight stuff and do stuff. Yeah, but absolutely. like for the most part, just kind of like be a part of the world. Yeah. That would be kinda cool. Like, yeah, just to see it in motion.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would really enjoy that. Um, so hopefully that comes to pass. And if it's already showing up on retail websites, this means we're not too far out from probably an official announcement of some sort. Um, so look for that in the coming weeks and months. Uh, lightning round. And this is the final lightning round uh, portion, which it seems like we have been ending with nothing but lawsuits uh, for the last couple of weeks. We have another one, but this one's finished. Uh, This was Nintendo was being sued by a company called iLife, who uses technology very similar to the Wii. In fact, eerily similar, if not the exact same. Legally similar. (laughs) Legally similar um, to the Wii remote, and I think they used it to like motion, like. If an elderly person falls down, they get the sensor of them falling over and they can send. It's kind of like life alert, but you don't have to press the button to alert yeah. them that you fell. They have a sensor that can tell well, that you all fell. All of a
1: sudden it's saying, oh, this old person is laying face first on the ground. Yeah, exactly. that's weird. Yeah. We should probably send an ambulance.
0: Um, it's, it's odd that they, they also fell over playing Wii bowling at their nursing home, <laughs> which is very strange that the, that's how this came about. Uh, but they were being sued by that company. Uh, the courts did how rule. How long was this going on if it was tied to the Wii? Oh, I mean, probably a good long while. The we came out with two thousand and five, two thousand and six. Yeah, I mean, yeah two thousand and six, it came out. So you know, you probably probably a good ten years. Not necessarily. Probably like, they. Re- yeah. How long
1: know. did it take them to? file the lawsuit correct. or even realize that it was like the same technology correct yeah i wonder like who at iLife was sitting there like taking apart a Wiimote going like hey yeah this is just like our thing yeah i don't know
0: maybe it was they went over to a like a nephew's house one christmas and they're like what's wait what are they playing right there that's my how, technology how damn. is it working unbelievable and, and taking it apart like a christmas kid just crying. like <laughs> no i need to see the gyro sensors inside this is ridiculous uncle no <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the courts ruled in favor of iLife awarding them $10 million in damages.
1: Which ultimately is like a drop in the bucket to Correct. Nintendo. I'm sure they didn't even realize it happened.
0: Yeah. And it was one of those things too, where I think that they were asking for more and the judge was like, no, this is enough. Like they didn't, you know, they're, it's not like you're doing the same thing with the technology. So they're not stopping you from getting sales. Like it's not one of those things where it's like, hey you're doing the same thing as our product and our product isn't selling because it has your brand name on it it's all right you're doing two vastly different things but the technology is the same so you did kind of cross the line there give them some money let's call it a day let's move on
1: at least this wasn't like a frivolous no like patent troll or Correct. anything like that like yeah. I don't mind if it's a legit yeah like claim.
0: Yeah, and it, it, again, it's not somebody who just went. I'm going to make an idea for yeah. a game controller that has motion in it. Ha ha ha! Suckers! Yeah, it's people are trying to do a legitimately good thing and save the elderly, and that's that's all for fine. some reason. Yeah, I mean, we all have loved ones that are elderly, so I get it. Um, but you know, hey, Nintendo is uh, vulnerable to these lawsuits, so uh, chalk went up to iLife. Take that, Nintendo. Hmm. Um, but that is the end of the lightning round. Lightning round. Can you imagine if they bankrupted Nintendo? That would be awful. I mean absolutely terrible. <laughs> Taken down by
1: High Life. ILife now
0: owns the Mario IP. Um,
1: but yeah, yeah that just has Mario's face on all of their like fall fall sensors. There
0: it is. Um, it's just this sad face. And when you fall it goes, Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> That would be terrible for the old He's people He's a dead Oh Wow <laughs> I don't think Mario's ever said dead before. Mario doesn't die. I'm sure he's killed stuff before. Yeah, he's but he killed a lot of Goombas. But he doesn't say, it's a dead. I when killed he, it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's i stomped his head. No, even. it doesn't happen. That doesn't <laughs> happen. Uh, maybe it does in rabbits because it's E10+. plus. Who knows? Maybe we uh, yeah. didn't get to that part yet. Uh, but that's going to do it for the Lightning Round, which means it's going to do it for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, you can find the Gamescast along with the Broken Clock's main event wrestling show uh, on all of the the platforms for podcasts that we have, which is iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, This game show goes up every Monday morning at 9 a.m. The wrestling main event show goes up the Monday after every pay-per-view that we do not attend uh, because we'll be attending the next one, so we probably won't have a show that week. Um, But uh, remember, you can also follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so please do give us a follow give us a like subscribe a share on the podcast platforms Uh, let us know that you're listening and you like it let us know what your favorite video game lawsuit of the recent weeks has been Uh, let us know what you think of all of the nindy games and which one you're looking forward to the most if it's not Morphe's law or if it is then you can agree with us and that means that we're right and that's one of the two times that we're guaranteed to be right in a day um, but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam and i'm joe and thanks so much for listening goodbye